for Sanity Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love pleasure. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. I hear that I need an update um, on this 10-year-old pregnant thing that I am... Totally not up to date with at all, but still had time to watch Lauren Southern's three-hour documentary. <laughs> well, you probably had the proper priorities. It was a career first for me today. In fact, I have never, I have had, well, I've never retracted a video until today. I had to retract a video about Did it end two, up being true? two to three hours. Well, I'll get to that. About two to three hours after I posted it, because I was kind of fascinated by this, um, this 10-year-old abortion story that we discussed on Sunday. Uh, the uh, the claim by Joe Biden and others being that there was a 10 year old raped in Ohio who had to leave Ohio and go to Indiana to get an abortion. Okay, okay, okay. And there was that great thread by Megan Fox at PJ Media that really cast a lot of doubt and raised a lot of questions. Then on, on Monday night, you had the attorney general of Ohio come out on Fox News and say, there is no known criminal investigation into this case. If it exists, we have no idea who this person is. Right. Okay, this looks like an all but certain Jussie or Blossie Ford. And I ah. I was really interested in this. I dug into it and um, looked at all the angles on it and posted this morning. And about two or, th- two or three hours after I posted, a report comes out in the Columbus Dispatch that a 27-year-old has been arrested for the rape of this y- yet-to-be-named girl. But get this, uh, illegal immigrant. <laughs> at least suspected to be or probable illegal immigrant. But so there's that. I mean, that angle, this is going to be weird. Like, well, this is going to be weird. And by the way, I I'll preface this conversation. I retracted the video. I have not deleted it. It's still available on my channel. It's unlisted. I posted a whole tweet thread. If you go to the homepage of my website, I I have all the information. I am not hiding from the fact that I called this a blossy Ford Jesse hoax. And it, the story hadn't broke when you posted that video. Have you yeah, but it but it's it'd be irresponsible for me to say that when there's now an arrest. Ms. So Christensen. Oh, this media. is so much better com. than. Yeah. Oh. Um, Mexican, right? He, he his name is uh, something Fuentes, not Nick, but. Uh, so it's Nick Fuentes raped a 10 year old girl is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, no, is it is he Guatemalan? Do you know? I don't know his nationality. Anyway, um. So this is going to be really interesting because on the one hand, you have people, uh, people of generally more right wing uh, persuasion in which I suppose I fit. But people who thought this was a hoax, myself included, who now have a little bit of a mea culpa ostensibly. I still have a lot of questions about this. Ostensibly, you have to come clean on the fact that you thought it was a hoax and it wasn't. Although I I want to see this play out. But on the left, the people who now (laughs) to some sick degree are almost rejoicing that this story appears to be true, I guess. Um, They are going to have to reconcile with the fact that the report is it's an illegal immigrant. So everybody is kind of like not really sure how to handle this story politically. And of course, 
it, it, it's foolish for me to say that because if it's true, none of that matters. The fact that a 10 year old was raped by an yeah. illegal immigrant is what matters. That's what matters. What a um, dark twist. So you said it was a Blasey Ford, but really it was a Molly Tibbetts. Maybe. But but this is what's bizarre about the story. OK, no. You have the attorney general of the state on Monday night saying nobody is aware of this. By the way, I run the state crime lab. There's no evidence that there's an ongoing investigation through the state crime lab. So they weren't going to investigate it? Is that what was happening? There's, there was apparently no knowledge of any investigation. And now it's come out that they're saying that uh, some child protective services agency, there was a report filed by the mom on June 22nd. So something should the ball should have been rolling by by now. It's been, then there was, was an arrest. Like, four weeks ago, three weeks Right. Ago. Like the story kind of catches fire over the weekend and into Monday when we talked about it. And then all, so it goes from no evidence of an investigation to, oh, we got the guy. We got the guy. Don't worry about it. What the hell happened from June 20? And by the way, she was supposedly six weeks pregnant at the end of June. So you're telling me that she was raped by an illegal had to be minimum two months ago. And only now when it's politically imperative is the guy caught. So it looks like they didn't investigate it purely based on his illegal immigrant status. Then without knowing that Biden publicized the story, putting public pressure on a fact finding mission. And then this was revealed. And this is what I had to investigate. That's my thinking too. But this is the angle that I can't figure out is the only source for the original story was one political activist abortionist in Indiana who claimed to have provided the services. She's now in trouble for, a, a medical privacy violation for HIPAA, all but revealing yeah. this girl's identity. <clears throat> but if she, it does make sense to me that there would be a cover up if illegals were involved. And by the way, if this guy, if the rapist is illegal, it stands to reason there that the, the girl might be illegal. Other people involved might be illegal. So the cover up starts oh. to make sense because you don't want to expose <laughs> illegal immigrants to the justice system. But if that's the angle, why is the abortionist doctor going straight to media to be like, by the way, have I got a story for you? Well, she thought that the um, anonymity of the 10 year old be protected based on her age. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was that. Maybe she just shot her wad thinking that the abortion aspect was the more important thing. Yeah. And now Biden's in a really tough spot too, because if he wants to talk about this again for his political purpose, this was brought up in the context of his abortion emerge uh, uh, executive order. He was saying, look how god-awful these state regulations are. He politicized it. You want to talk about it again now that it's been resolved? You can't really do that without acknowledging no, no, that. He, he can never talk about this again. This is, uh, this is a totally bizarre political situation. And again, I don't excuse myself. And I take full responsibility for getting the story wrong. And perhaps I will return. We'll talk about it at bare minimum, uh, bare minimum on Sunday some more. Um, so I, I, I raise these questions not to absolve myself of responsibility i'm i take full responsibility for the inaccurate information that i put out today and i apologize for that um but man this this story still does not beyond that this story still does not pass the smell test something is wrong about it (sighs) wow what a crazy turn yeah uh, thanks for bearing with the story, but I, this is just, this is one of, I've never seen a story you turn as sharply in the, the, you know, five or six years that I've been doing this. I have never seen a story turn around as fast as this one did. Well, they're going to drop it. I mean, they can't talk about this know. anymore. So thanks for bearing with that. We will, uh, well, let's just get straight to the calls. You guys know how the show works. Uh, if you are new to the show, there is a, um, 
a, a description for how to participate oh. in the uh, video description, wherever video platform you may be watching. And of course, if you want to send us a, a written question, contact page of the website, as usual, mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact. We'll get to those at the end of the show, as we always do. And we'll catch <laughs> up with your chats every half hour, as usual. Mm, Honduran. But, is that is that true, Lifetime? I don't know. I don't know the nationality of this guy. I don't know why it really matters. But uh, but man, what a just what a bizarre twist. Anyway, uh, Gilgamesh is up first. Gilgamesh, are you there? I'm back. Hey, blonde. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Hey, Matt. Oh, I got some great news. I got banned off YouTube for life. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She went after me hard. And decided I needed to be removed permanently, and I'm not upset with it. I'm actually, I consider that an honor that she picked on me and threw me off. Yes! I'm like Donald Trump and and uh, all the others. What'd you do? Oh, she just went after videos like uh, two months ago. It said that my anti-grooming video, grooming teacher against anti-grooming bill in Florida, uh, I was attacked in a protective class. What? Uh, that being like LGBT people or what? Oh, no, no. Pedophiles. Oh, they're Rumors. a protected class now. <laughs> Apparently by Susan. Uh, yeah, maybe. She, oh, yeah. And then I got the last one was all I said was Australia had a rise in death. And they said, you're permabanned. Uh, How? Oh, corona deaths or what? What kind uh, of death? I don't know. It was an article I read and it just said a bunch of it, it was talking about how people were, you know, I think it was about that, but it was in Australia and they just said, that's it. You're banned, and I can't even appeal it. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm happier. Well, off of YouTube. Congratulations. No, Are you? Uh, do oh, you plan no, to I continue mean, on other platforms? Or, or oh yeah, what's... I'm on Rumble under yeah. Panzer Dragon, and I'm on Odyssey and Bitchute. I even have a Locals channel. Ah. Yeah, I'm still around. Hey, they they you know I feel uh, I feel like I achieved something. Banned off Twitter. Banned off YouTube. I mean, I'm a little guy, and she just said, "Hey, you got to go." I mean, well, it, it certainly is true. I can tell you, I mean, I mentioned it before, but they treat the clips channels I run, which are just dummy channels. Oh, with, I know they they abuse those channels. Oh, and then I if know. I post the same material on my main channel, it's fine. In fact, it's usually good for ads. So, well, this. yeah, one it's of the a total guys jump. on the Duran, I, his first name's Alex. They went over a year ago and banned his ass for a week. Yeah, for hmm. something he because he talked about medical stuff a year ago and they came after him and and kicked him off for a week. Yeah, that retroactive yeah. stuff is it sucks. Oh. I've, I've seen other people get that yeah. too. I, this like, is this is confounding. Why am I not well, banned? <laughs> blonde, they love you. <laughs> Susan well, loves you, blonde. You just that got demonetized. With Jared but... Taylor really should have done it. You know? Oh, I know. I watched hmm. that. I did not see one thing wrong with what was in that interview. I actually thought it was tame what was said. Me too, but I know for a fact it got reported by like no fewer than a hundred people. Oh God, they're all pussy bitches. He said but, the but that means that somebody at YouTube reviewed it and was like, "It's okay." Yeah, they yeah. have no problem with you. They don't like Matt, but they like you, blonde. They love Matt. They're, no, I, I think no, well, no, they want. They're after Matt. If they're removing his clip, they're going after his clips and everything. Yeah, no, but, but that's don't, not don't, that's not a huge deal though. And they don't know oh, that's me. They don't they that's to them that's just a zero subscriber channel. They don't know Uh-oh. that's me unless they IP tracked it. Oh. But they definitely let Blonde get away saying a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. we Which we have great. a lot of theories. We I've had anonymous people email me and I don't have a way to confirm it, but I've had people tell me that they know that we have someone friendly on the inside of YouTube. And I've had oh. people 
not just saying I speculate that people saying I have knowledge of this person. I don't know who it is. I don't know if that's true, but I can tell you that that things are gotten away with on this channel. Oh, I know that certainly are not gotten away with on other channels. And I have no explanation for that. Yeah. Neither do I. Um, I wonder if um, maybe I'm Susan Wiki Wiki. That's what happened here. <laughs> I'm actually Susan Wiki Wiki. Yeah. Or maybe Matt is a Fed or something. I don't Statistically, know as we say, one of us has to be a oh, Fed. It's, it's just funny, a. It's, when, yeah. yeah. Who's, noticed, who's Matt, who? When you're here doing the live show, you're yeah. very animated. But when you do your videos, you sound you come off because you stay still and you yeah. sound very almost robotic. The way you're delivering the information, it's very funny. I'm watching the video and going. I am human. No, I'm not a robot. And then you get on the on this, and it's like you're much more animated here. Well, they're he's different. got a yeah. method to the madness. That's why. Yeah, they're different styles of production. Won, you know. I think you're you're the one that's like, he. You know, like you're like the puppet master. No, <laughs> yeah. he controls all the strings on the show. The the thing about this is that I've been working on moving him to the far right for like six years now, and it's been an ineffective. Oh, so I don't know. No, no, he's becoming more far right. He just needs to be able to be comfortable saying the word faggot. Oh, I've said I faggot many word. times, including right now. Well, you, you can also say, if you can't say the N-word, say sniggers. <laughs> get out of here. No, seriously, they said that on Mad TV because they couldn't get the right. I remember that sniggers. bit. I, I do and remember so, that yeah, bit. They said, do you want to, do you need a sniggers instead of snickers because they couldn't get the right <laughs> all right so all right they said sniggers if i'm gonna get banned it's not gonna be because of you though so i, I no yeah. no no i have to let no. you go you won't but, get you won't okay but thank you, you for, thank you for the call appreciate hey, it i'll ta- i'll see you later Bye. have a great night all that uh nick yeah. kerr basketball talk you know uh all right i don't know but like i feel like you remember james allsup's videos uh, yeah, I didn't so watch regularly, good. but I he remember. He was just walking that line. He never said shit, and he yeah. got banned. He was like one of the first people that got axed. Hmm. Frank, are you there? Hey, Matt. How's it going? What's Hi, on your mind? Well, I wanted to, to, to ask you about democracy, because I've yeah. come to the conclusion that uh, direct democracy is better than... Uh, and what we got going on, both both us and you, you know, because we we all elect okay. representatives or yeah. supposedly represent us through through parties, you know, whether it's a state or federal level in the in the U.S. or mm-hmm. just a country here in Europe. Do you think that it'd be easier to control people if um, we were actually a direct democracy rather than a representative democracy? Like, do you think that it'd be easier to regain the narrative? I don't think it would be easier to regain the narrative. Uh, well, then why would it be? I, I, why would it be superior then? But because you have an an actual chance, at least, to to get something true that's actually important. But people aren't aren't responding to reason. So so why does it matter? Well, if you had a vote on building the wall, for instance, hmm. you know, you hmm. could build a wall. Well or, I'll, or I'll stop say... immigration or, or whatever else. But the, the system that we have now, you know, it's it's set up in a way that whatever you 
vote on. They're just gonna do whatever because there's no accountability. Yeah, but they would do that in a in a direct democracy too. Well, they just Plus, wouldn't they would exist just the in the situation, right? There just yeah. would be no representatives. Is that the situation you're talking about? Well, like we you would wouldn't need to have... have some administration. I think you, you can't okay. vote on every little minutia. Well, see, that's the downside. And on this topic, I'll say, I'll say the same thing I say when we talk about monarchy or or other structures of decision making. I care a lot less about how decisions are made. I care a lot more about uh, people's fundamental rights being respected. So, if we had constitutional rights protected in this arrangement, that would be more important to me than um, the democratic structure whether it's direct or whether it's through representatives. But I see what you're saying about corrupt representatives, and I think we have no shortage of them. The only downside I see is that in a direct system, do we as citizens, if we have to vote on every single thing, at what point is that just a job that we don't have time to do, you know? Yeah, yeah that, that's true, but... If you don't care enough about it to vote on it, uh, is it truly important? I guess that's uh, another question. Yeah, well, but then the, if if people are too busy and you have a majority of fifty people beating a minority of twenty five in a state of a thousand, mm-hmm. I mean that's a problem. But we also do have direct democratic systems, at least in certain states. You can create a referendum. You can create legislation through a direct democratic vote. Um, in certain states, not all states, but I don't know. Maybe that's the answer. That is true. I, I don't know. I, I don't think your concerns are way off. I, I think they're valid. I just wonder what the best solution is. Well, because the, the, the argument against direct democracy like uh, that you hear most often is, is that you're going to have a, a, a rule by the majority and they're, yeah. they're just going to... What's that? term for it i forget but majority tyranny like w- yeah. yes when ha- when has that ever <laughs> happened and what we got now is minority and special interest uh, tyranny because you know, it's way easier to to organize a minority to lobby some representative than it is, well it, it'll it'll certainly happen majority. if, if the, it'll certainly happen if those rights are not protected as off limits if if uh let's put it this way if you're in a town of um you know, uh, 50 people and there's one guy who has worked really hard to build something great for himself and 49 people who have a lot of envy for that and they all can vote to steal his shit yeah. or just kill him. Um, they probably will, you know, and if his rights are not secured, you can do a lot of horrible things supported by a sure. democratic vote. And that, that that's sure. why I say that the, the vote is less important to me than the, the security of the rights in the situation. Yes. I guess I would say that's not really different from what we got going on now. You know, it's a little, it's just more subtle. Have have a small group lobby someone, you know, yeah, yeah, and get them to take their stuff or. Oh yeah, we do it all the time. I mean, we we, taxes. Yeah, we do it in all sorts of forms of taxation. So it's not as though we we don't currently, but that would be you know I don't think we do a great job of securing our rights in our current system. Point taken. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Though I don't really believe in rights. I believe in rights. <laughs> well, no, no, come on. You you don't believe that that a majority can vote to kill a person, do you? Oh, they definitely can, but <laughs> can they do it morally? Know. Can they do it justifiably? As a practical matter, of course they can, but I don't know. It it 
kind of depends, you know. Is it a real scumbag, this person? Well, that's a justice system, though. It's just like, can we do it because we don't like you? Yes. I don't know, cause, but, but the thing is, Dan, you're always gonna, if you have two brain cells to rub together, you're, you're gonna be worried that if you start doing that, it's gonna swing back around to yourself, you know? So yeah. There's like a, a threshold area you're gonna have to overcome, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, there are all kinds of, um, there's all kinds of corruption and perversion in our current system. So it's not to say that that mm. is uh, beyond reform. Uh, I just don't know. Like, final yeah, go for it. A final question for you, Matt. Hmm. Do you think it's because they're evil? Or do you think it's because they're incompetent or, or <laughs> out for themselves? Um, well, I don't know that it's mutually exclusive. I, I think it's probably a reflection of broader society where there's a certain selection of people who have malicious intent and they understand how to control others to achieve it. And then there's kind of an army of uh, useful idiots. And I think that's probably true in Congress, just as it's true in the, uh, in the broader public. That would be my guess. Yeah. I, I don't disagree too much. I, I just, I've been more and more convinced that uh, the people who are pulling the strings, so on, so to say, are, are truly, truly evil, like a base, base level. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, yeah, thank you for the thoughts. Finish, finish on that happy thought. All okay, right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. -bye. Uh, did you have any more thoughts on that topic? I don't know. I think that people are uh, more evil than than I previously anticipated. Here's an interesting question. Can you? Well, I think the answer is yes, but it's interesting to think about how. Can you be evil without realizing it? You know? Can oh, you? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like this abortion thing. Uh, these women, they, they don't think they're evil. They think that they're, they're doing something meaningful for women's rights. Yeah. Well, and it's this abortionist in Indiana. I mean, she, as I mentioned, she was politically outspoken and, act, and active prior to this claim about this 10 year old. She was out on the street organizing protests and th saying like, Oh, I had tears in my eyes when, when Roe came down and abortion is healthcare. There's no way around that statements like that. Yeah. And um, and the thing that baffles me about her, I call her an abortionist because she is. She performs abortions. But I suppose to be more broadly correct, she's an OB, as in she provides other services. Mm -hmm. But it baffles me that anybody would go to deliver a baby, for example, from someone yeah. who performs abortions. Yeah. As in like, yeah. well, how are you doing today? So we keeping this one or uh, you're not feeling it? You want to end this one well, right here? I think a lot of OBGYNs do abortions. <laughs> I, I, that... To a person, I'm not going to a person who kills babies on the side to bring my baby into this world in a healthy way. I just, yeah. I suppose you could do both. I suppose you, could, it's possible. I just, a person who doesn't seem to value that life in that way, I don't want handling my new life or the new life that is my son or daughter. So that's true. Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm not worried in the same way that people on the left are worried about this, but we can't outlaw certain drugs. Like the abortion pill cannot be outlawed because they give it for non-abortion reasons that are legitimate. I don't know enough about the specific physiology and biology, how the principles would apply. Well, it causes your uterine lining to shed, but they also use it to induce labor in pregnant women. Uh, these are situations that, uh, well, uh, <laughs> 
it's uh, these are like pre-implantation or pre-fertilization. What, where, at what point do they intervene in the pregnancy? Um, no, I mean, they gave me RU486 um, to go into labor, to induce my labor. No, I mean, if you use it as a contraceptive or and or a chemical or, uh, you know, like a, a, an abortion inducement. No, 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 no. It cannot be used if you have an established pregnancy and you're trying to end the pregnancy. Hmm. I'm talking about in matters of miscarriage. Um, oh, well, you, if it's, you need it to to shed the uterine lining, if the baby is no longer viable. Well, this is um, the same thing with the ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. If it's yeah, already it's, dead. It's not the same as plan B. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But if the pregnancy is not viable, like that's why people are like, oh, we need to stop the manufacture of RU486. Like, no, we, we cannot do that. There are, there are legitimate medical reasons hmm. for people to use it. I don't think you can use that for an ectopic pregnancy, though. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just that. using that as another example where they're saying that's going to be illegal when, in fact, uh, the there's no state that actually criminalizes They know it's that disingenuous kind of because ectopic pregnancies are never viable. Well, even this 10-year-old thing, to the extent that it's supposedly true now, uh, the, the, the story in the Columbus Dispatch reported that of the Ohio data for the last, I don't know, 10 years or something, the amount of abortions under the age of 15, which this is 10, okay, it's under the age like of 15, what percent do you think those are? Zero point zero one. Not well, kind of up. A, take it up a decimal point or two, but uh, zero point one. Zero point three. So ninety nine point seven percent are not are are people uh, are women pregnant people uh, pregnant people <laughs> age, ages sixteen or higher. Yeah. So again, it, the idea is okay. If this happened, ten year old raped, impregnated. Well, th- that means that we just can't have any uh, abortion laws. It just means that we have to do away with all of them because zero point ten year olds or under has to be zero point zero one. I mean, this is almost never. Good Lord. Uh, well, we should definitely it, legislate around these very, very rare events. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's preposterous all the way around. Anyway, uh, Jimny is up next. Jimny, are you there? Hi. Jimny. Oh, I can't hear him. Well, oh, OK. Oh, there we go. Yeah, what's on your mind? Sorry, I just went to silence for a second. Guy faggots. Uh, well, thank you for spicing it up. Good day. Today. Hmm. G'day. Yeah. Now, honestly, I know that I'm sort of cast myself as the love chat person now, but there's just oh, there yeah. so many things I want to talk about today. There's like there's the Lawrence Southern documentary that has just absolutely blown my ears off. There's... I'm abstaining. I'm not yeah, can entering we talk the about fight. That? I have I have yeah, no desire to enter the, the drama ring. But I know it's I also call. don't want to really get involved, but I do kind of want to talk to somebody about it. It is like I haven't finished it yet. I've got about 30 minutes left to go. But it's one of those things where you haven't listened to it. And every because I remember hearing so much about Lauren on the side, like, oh, she's actually working with these two. And there's these crazy two gay guys she's partying with and doing coke with. And she got pregnant accidentally. And it was a shotgun wedding. And like it. I didn't really think critically about any of it. It was just. Oh, yeah, no, that kind of makes sense. I guess, you know, she's a hot girl. She's young. And then you hear her tell the story and it's like, holy shit, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, she was unfairly maligned in a lot of ways. And she had a right to defend herself. My only real criticism is that she should have done it um, at the time. Like, I watched it and I was like, I totally forgot about these faggots doing all this stuff in like 2016. And uh, now she's totally going to get blasted. Yeah, but I, yeah, I know her behind the scenes. So like I knew all of this was bullshit, but she just couldn't talk about it because um because she was trying to get her visa. 
and nobody knew that she was pregnant. So Milo knew except that she I was pregnant, <laughs> except for you. Yeah. Milo knew she was pregnant, knew she was trying to get her visa and knew she couldn't talk about it. And that's when he released that article. Hmm. Still trying to black, basically as revenge for not allowing him to blackmail people with material yeah. from her. What a shifty, shifty faggot that guy is. It's just been (laughs) so disheartening to see, like, because the majority of people on the left are clearly grifters. They just memorize the talking points. And it's funny because the way they act is completely counterproductive to the way they speak. Like the Young Turks threatening to fire everyone for trying to unionize against them while screaming from the rooftops about how unions are needed everywhere. Yeah. But to realize there's so much bullshit on the right as well and so many of the voices that we see, even Tommy Robinson... That guy's a disaster. Yeah. What happened? I haven't heard anything from Tommy in a long time. What's he doing? Well, I don't know. I mean, you'll figure it out. Yeah. I watched it um, secondhand through my wife or I heard about it secondhand, I suppose. He had a lot of good points and he also was unfairly maligned, but, but in his personal life, he was just a disaster, like a drug fueled disaster. Um, So I don't know. I mean, you just have to kind of slay your heroes and know that nobody on the right is really, except for probably you, is going to live up to expectations in the real world. I think ideas. The ideas they're espousing are still the things that remain um, infallible, I think. That's true. But I mean, did anybody expect the dissident right to win? Like from the get, we were infiltrated with all these like faggots and trannies. And then we're like, oh, it's going to be fine. We're totally going to win the culture war. I'm looking around like, are you people serious? We're screwed. And then, and then you know, we lost. What did you expect? This was never a cohesive movement filled with people that cared about principles. It, was it never, never was. A movement that was going to motivate people, but after the last two years, I started to think it doesn't really matter. It doesn't about matter how much yeah. motivation you get out there because people are just going to get up and go, "Oh, but the vaccine saved lives." Oh, but yeah. I'm happy I wore a mask. Oh, imagine how bad it would have been if you had, like, yeah. you know, reading things of people talking about how they were almost comatose and had to be hospitalized with COVID on their fourth jab, and people were like, "Oh, well, imagine if you only had three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's I don't a report know. in the UK showing that you're actually far more likely to die and be hospitalized and get COVID if you're vaccinated, the higher number of vaccines. And they've slipped that in just quietly while Boris Johnson's getting removed, so no one's noticed it. Hmm. Oh, good Lord. Well, no surprise there, I suppose. And they're pushing for the fourth jab here, too. Yeah, that'll save uh, everyone. Now it's the what B five? What's the new variant? They're they're trying to revive Corona a little bit here in the news. I've seen. Pretty sure it's synced up with the LGBT acronym by this point with the (laughs) letters they're putting on it. Yeah, I I I would like to believe that nobody will buy it. Like if they try to revive it for the election in November or something. Then again, I still see people driving around by themselves with masks on. Like you're hopeless. I'm sorry. No. You know, I don't even know if there are any Asians in this town. Not a lot of Asians in Bozeman. We really need to up the That's diversity. A shame. Yeah. Asians do really keep everything under control. <laughs> yeah. Ish, uh, well, I mean, we have good rooftops do do downtown. They'd probably uh, be right at home if we had them, but I don't know. I'm open to rooftop Japanese, Chinese, and Koreans. Hmm. At this point, we're to rooftop anyone that's willing to shoot government agents. I'm like, yeah, look, we're now seriously. got a guy in Sydney that's been imprisoned, essentially as a political prisoner. He was, um, have you heard of the Aussie Cossack? No. 
he's this guy, he's just this Russian Australian guy who was basically videoing cops doing all like, you know, sending 10 guys to arrest one pregnant woman, all that shit during the lockdown. Yeah. Became an absolute thorn in the side of the New South Wales police force because he was publicizing everything they were doing and just trashing their reputation or at least allowing them to trash their reputation. So they brought out, they um, slapped him with a prohibited firearms order and then started raiding his house like weekly, hmm. tearing a place apart looking for firearms which he was just streaming and laughing at the entire time. Then he was at a rally, and what he did was there was a, a priest that was being... It was on trial for pedophilia, and they had a suppression order, so you couldn't say this guy's name. And he named him at a rally. He named this pedophile, sorry, accused pedophile that's currently on trial for it at the moment. He's been arrested for that, and he's just been given a 10-month jail sentence mm. for naming a pedophile. Wow. So it's they so are. We had a that... caller just a minute ago who said they're a protected class now. So I guess that's true. Oh, I mean, they've <laughs> always been a protected class as far as the elite spheres go. But yeah, we've actually got a guy yeah, now who basically pissed the New South Wales police force off by yeah. showing what they were doing. Who's now been thrown in jail for 10 months for a complete bullshit reason. Oh, the, the person he exposed was a government agent of some sort? This no, no, I don't. I don't actually know who it is because this is the oh. order. You're not allowed to say his name. I don't actually know who he is. I just know that he was apparently a priest or clergyman or something oh it was quite a high up person who's being um currently on trial for pedophilia oh my god man all right Um, basket but yeah that's about all i wanted to talk about the lauren dunn thing go see it it's amazing all right well thank you for the thoughts man appreciate it cheers guys take it easy okay we are due for a break what already yeah well it's because i talked for 10 minutes about that uh 10-year-old abortion story. Ratman over on DLive, thank you for uh, supporting the show. I can check Tippy Stream unless you're ready. I am ready. Uh, Holden Mulray. I was a kid fascinated with dinosaurs. I knew many by name from toys, books, etc. The Velociraptor was popularized by Jurassic Park. Finally, we had a dino that can debate and prove Fermit's last theorem. <laughs> uh, is that a reference to the Philosoraptor meme? That was an early meme oh, that I used Philosoraptor. to love. Philosoraptor. Philosoraptor was uh remember when that like the early two thousand seven memes where you had No. Uh, oh, we're talking like the internet original like original internet memes. Um where it was like, you know, uh, a character like that with the stupid multicolor background and Philosoraptor would always have points uh just interesting but funny points of thought. It's hard for me to think of one off the top of my head, but if you go back and look up Philosoraptor, well, I'll, I'll find you an example. I'll give you a good Philosoraptor while you read <laughs> None the None of this sounds one. familiar. Um, Thank you, down, John. How about that Brisbane stabbing video that Andy Ngo shared? Oh, did you see that? No. Is it gnarly? I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, so it looks like it's in a mall or something, and two guys are, well, a group of... One group of dudes is sort of pursuing another group of dudes like they're talking. There's no context given for why they're in conflict, but it looks like they've been talking shit or they're trying to fight. One group is fleeing. The other's pursuing. And one of the guys who's fleeing approaches one of the guys who's pursuing. I know that sounds like a contradiction, but he's trying to get away and they just keep pursuing. And he just he's got a knife on him or something. He just sticks the dude like in the neck. And I've never seen so much blood loss so quickly this dude is like hey i think he got me dead like his whole like his whole body's worth it it might still be on andy knows twitter to be honest i'm surprised that was even allowed because it's uh you're watching a guy now i'm not going to call it murder because 
what I see is someone pursuing somebody else and getting stabbed in the throat for it. It's hard for me to say with certainty who's justified and who's not without any additional context. But what I see is aggressive pursuit and then stopped. So what I see is fucked around and found out really, but it's hard to say with certainty without knowing exactly what happened. What's ridiculous about the video is just how much blood escapes that guy, that guy's throat that quickly. Okay. And he just, he he like doesn't even realize that he's dying and then he's dead. It's so fast. Okay. I'm going to watch this instead of reading super chats. Okay. Uh, (laughs) here's a, here's a philosopher. Um, Let's see. If I download a movie in Jamaica, am I a pirate of the Caribbean? That's a philosopher. Old school memory. You're watching the video now? Yeah. Is this guy Asian? It looks like, I don't know. They look like maybe Middle Eastern guys or something. I don't know. One dude's black and one dude is Asian. Whoa, this dude wasn't even involved that got stabbed? No, he was pursuing. And then it's just like everything's blood and he's down. It's so fast. I I couldn't even tell that he was involved. If you watch again, he's pursuing kind of just oh, I see. in the frame, kind of half in, half out. Wow. I bet he didn't expect to get killed doing something like this. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's just a demonstration of if you're picking a fight in public, be very sure that that is a worthy fight, a necessary fight to be picking. How fucking um, gnarly. That is the gnarliest video. Yeah. And uh and and again, uh, I I won't Got him right in the jugular. I I emphasize that it's important to wait for all the contextual information on that. Because, I don't uh, even know who to blame here. Yeah, it, it, without complete information, you know, I don't want to say that that guy was 100% in the wrong, but in general What does he have like a a tiny little blade? It's hard to see. I mean, whatever Why he did. Why am I watching this again? Oh whatever he did, uh, he stabbed right where he needed to. That's for sure. Uh, I've never seen so much blood loss so quickly. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> yeah. I think that only one that, that one guy was Asian. He got all like. It was a quick one, too. It's like it's hard to tell that he even did it. And all of a sudden, the dude's entire body's worth of blood is on the ground. Yikes. Um, do you want me to keep reading? Yeah, let's take a few more. Searching for adventure. My daughter's nine months old this week. Thank God we still have great men starting families in these crazy times. To all you single men with no children, get your shit together. (laughs) Easier said than done with uh, the relation. I I don't even, as we've talked about before, um, dating pool quality is very low. We can blame women for that. We can blame men for that. I think it's a little bit of both. But uh, easier said than done if you're looking for someone who shares family values. But I'm glad to hear that you found that. And uh and uh, congratulations to your family. This is a hilarious um, username. Vinegar is going to vin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not really a person with a justification for the enslavement of other people up until the 19th century. We'll look back on abortion in the future like we do slavery now. I hope so. I hope we do. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. Lori Lightfoot just the other day said that um, that restricting abortion is akin to slavery, which is that's, weird. That's insane. I, 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 what we're doing with the unborn as a class of people is denying their humanity and denying their rights, which is what slavery is predicated upon. Uh, so to say that, I guess her argument is that women who 
carry unwanted pregnancies are being enslaved, but you're not. Who's the master in this enslavement? You arrangement? are you, yeah. the person who created that child I know. with the possible exception of a rape case. Which even is so then rare. it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, the, the idea that, that abortions are only happening in rape cases is just statistically not true. Max says, I'd love to see you both in the Timcast studio and the growth. Your channels will get. What are your thoughts on the attention you'll receive after both good and bad right now? You seem to fly under the mainstream radar. Hmm. Honestly, um, I don't want to speak for Matt, but my ambition for YouTube is it's not growth. It's not. <laughs> it's it's not yeah. about growth for me. I just want to do the content that I would like to watch on other people's channels and kind of satisfy my existing audience. I'm not super interested in reaching a more mainstream hmm. audience. I also just generally lack career ambitions. So. Um, as I mentioned about Timcast before, like it's uh, it's certainly a possibility. I don't have any specifics on that right now. We both have the travel is an obstacle. It would have to be figured out because we'd both have to go together and we'd both have to have childcare arrangements for our yeah. kids. It's it's not impossible, but it, it's not easy it's either. Thing, yeah. um, as far as like career ambition, no, like of of course, would I like the maximum amount of people listening to my channel possible? Yeah, but I wouldn't compromise everything else I believe in and want to do in pursuit of that. I, I don't. It's one of the reasons I try to shield myself from trying to obsess over like, oh, this video performed well, this one didn't, this one got more likes, that one didn't. You start putting your finger in the wind of kind of what you think the public whim is, well, you're no longer making material that you want to make and what yeah. you would want to watch. So it's whenever people, I, I agree with that point that you made and I'm glad that you did because whenever people email me for thoughts or advice about doing this sort of thing, it's like, do not chase numbers, make material that you yourself would want to watch. Yeah. That's and that's it. another reason the Lauren Southern documentary bummed me out so much. Cause I was watching it and it was all this footage from like, 2016 2017 and i was like it used to be so much fun this mm. used to be such a different atmosphere and there were there were it was exciting because the, 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 there were all these ideas that nobody had been introduced to and in all these conversations and there's just been this this cooling effect yeah. on youtube and so that's what i try to do with my interviews like bring back this content that yeah. like cozy chats i even miss the blood sport days <laughs> well and and frankly i i'm very uh i feel very fortunate and i'm very humbled by the sort of nook or corner of the internet that we have if you if you get to a gigantic height you kind of become less accessible you don't have to be but it's well, harder Phil to ad he's just he's just like playing yeah. toast now well and you have less of a connection with your listeners yeah. there are a lot of listeners um some you know there are a lot of people who listen who i've never spoken with and we have no personal relationship there are a lot of listeners that i have a, a legitimate friendship with. And I, I, I love to be, I, I love being accessible or having conversations with people who enjoy listening and people who are thinking the same things that I am. And if you, if you're trying to make yeah. material in pursuit of the largest possible audience, you're being inauthentic in that way. But if you have too many people that you could possibly handle in communication, well, there's not a lot of authenticity in being a pro you're just not as approachable and you lose some authenticity that way too. Even if you're not that's intending true. to do it, you become isolated. And then, you know, that that's, um, I don't know if you never have anybody bouncing ideas off of you or offering thoughts contrary or different from your own, then yeah, you end up kind of detached and 
I don't know, just not as good. Exactly. Yeah. You you lose your uh, sense of direction. I'll just do one more and then we can right. circle back. Um, Jeff Sloat. Longtime listener, first time supporter. Thanks for the programming. If Mexican journalists are breakfast tacos, what <laughs> ethnic food would blonde be? Um, <laughs> I'd be fish and chips. Because even ah. though I uh, am not English, I am more English than the average modern Englishman. Depressing. That's for them, interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say blood pudding, you know, or whatever <laughs> else they eat over there. A, a full English breakfast. Yeah. Um, that's crazy to think about. But yeah, I'm like over 95% English Scottish. I suppose I would be the blood of my enemies drinking from uh, a horn. Uh, yeah, d- drank from a skull or something, yeah. drank from their own skulls. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much authentic nordic viking ancestry i have i should do one of those tests but i'm terrified of giving my information to susan's sister so you should be yeah i'd probably be surprised it's probably not as much as i would like to think it is Um, i don't know maybe it's maybe it's more americans um sometimes end up surprised about their their isolated european heritage yeah Okay, let's, uh, well, we will we'll get back to the calls. Thank you guys for the chats. We'll come back to them. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Ratchet Republican. We tried connecting the last week or two to no success. Ratchet, are you there? I'm here. Oh, I'm my here. God. All right. Hey. Before we lose yeah. your connection, go for <laughs> it. Just spit out all your thoughts. I got so much thoughts. Um, I, wanted, I really wanted to call in about the Roe versus Wade decision. Uh-huh. Sure. Because it, because it actually shows the stupidity of our country. It, it shows that we're how, how vulnerable we are to empty rhetoric. And hmm. not the truth. Of course, the Supreme Court did not ban abortion. All it said is go back to the states. And you hear over and over again that it's banning abortion, banning abortion. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the focus of their eye is on Clarence Thomas. And we can see by the left how truly racist they are and how they think of black people as their pets, as people they control. And um, if they don't agree or agree with what they have uh with the um liberal orthodoxy they're going to come for you and mm-hmm. they have been coming for him left right and center so all clarence thomas said was that um substantive substantive due process is not in the constitution it was mm-hmm. made up it's not uh that's why he was talking about gay marriage he was not saying gay marriage was wrong he wasn't saying that we should ban gay marriage or anything. He says it's the process. The constitutional amendment was made so that you can give people rights. It's yeah. not up to the Supreme Court to give people any rights. But They're I think that's scared. such a such a problem with our culture. Right now. We judge the value of a process by the outcome it produces mm-hmm. rather right. than the morality of the process itself. And yeah, because, um, yeah that's a problem. Yeah, Thomas Sowell. If you ever, if you can, you can see him on um, on YouTube. He did a uh, when he was uh, he was promoting Robert Bork when Robert Bork's confirmation process. Yeah, and he was speaking to the Senate, and he was talking about they were they were bashing him because he was saying that the processes that were used for the civil rights movement, where the Supreme Court was the Warren Court was giving all these rights. Yeah, that it's it's not the outcome; it's the process because these processes can be used for bad, um, yeah. and can go out of control. I should go back and listen because he was probably dead on correct about the direction that the court was heading uh, after yeah. that point in time. Yes, and that is that is what uh, 
Clarence Thomas was trying to say, but he says that oh, he's trying to ban gay marriage or he's trying to trying to ban all of these things. He's not trying. To, he's trying to, you know, read and use the Constitution as how it's written. Yeah, and it's just mind-boggling and it's just infuriating to watch these lawyers from prestigious universities. Oh, they're liars. Yeah, they're just liars. They're all, you know, you can't you can't believe that they know they know the Constitution and they they talk like this. Yeah. I know, but I believe that. Uh, I believe the only thing I was going to add is, um, is the thing that drives me nuts is people keep saying that that it's it's uh, Christianity or religion being forced upon them. Like number one, that no, was not mentioned in the decision at all. Number two, nothing about the decision is being forced upon you. You can make your own decision in your own state. Use religion yes, if you want to, or don't. Uh, but yes, but and, and no mention of Christian faith in the decision. State, you know, and yeah. if you don't move to another state, yeah, yeah. So um, I would like to make a you know a suggestion about one of the movies uh, reviews. Hmm. Um, there is a documentary called Created Equal. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Oh, isn't that the uh, one about uh, Clarence Thomas? Clarence Thomas. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. it yet, but uh, I should. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's really really good. Oh. And to watch what he went through, this man went through so much. Mad, I you know, and to see what he went through, it actually prepared him for the fights and for the disrespect and for everything that he's going through right now. Cause I don't mm. think if he had not gone through that rough childhood, he could stand. Um, he could yeah, stand I don't know much about his, uh, his, his about upbringing. His so maybe I should check it out. Yeah. It's on, it's on Tubi. It's free on Tubi. I don't okay. care about the Tubi, the Tubi website. And the, the part that really, really messed me up. Um, they had a picture of him on his knees, shoe, shoe shining, Antonin Scalia's shoes. Really? Was there a context yeah. for that, or or he was actually a shoe shiner? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because he was bending, being subservient to Scalia. Because remember, he had this Scalia was before he was on the. Oh wait, wait, this, no. Thomas was on the court before was, Scalia, so it must have been. No. Yeah. Wait, right. My timeline's yeah. correct no, no, here. No, yeah. Scalia was before. Oh, Scalia, Scalia was. Scalia, Right. Yeah. Uh, now, well, okay. Let me let me. I should know this off the top of my head, but uh, he was okay. Scalia joined the court in '86. You're right because it wasn't until the early '90s that because uh, uh, Thomas thing happened. Yeah, yeah Thomas was uh, was a George W. Bush H.W. Bush appointee, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, it's the disrespect this man gets, you know, just for doing his job. And, yeah. 1991. Uh, Thomas joined the court. And then you have all these people who are protesting Kavanaugh. It's just ridiculous. Why are you protesting a judge? Judge judge is not motivated by what you... He doesn't care what you think. Okay? You're not his boss. Exactly. He's, boss not, he's not a policymaker. So, yes. Yeah. Only, he's, the Constitution is his boss. So yeah. why, are you, why are you protesting him? And then you have the Democrats out there who are um, letting it happen. But you know, if Kentanji was eating <laughs> dinner... And some uh, yeah. uh, Republicans came and protested her. You know what would happen to them? We would have a a, a, a committee, and we would have them in jail. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's a hate crime. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you, you can't, you can't. You have to let Katanji eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't bother her, right? I look it's forward just, to when that happens. I look forward to reading some of her opinions once those start dropping. Oh, God, uh, they're going to be oh incomprehensible. It's not going to be for a while because it won't be till it's next be like year. So, it's like Sotomayor. I hate this law. Sotomayor something, is something. Sotomayor's opinion in that praying coach case was 
absolute so madness. So dumb. It was she like, doesn't even yeah. use proper grammatical structure in some of her mm-hmm. opinions. Really? I guess I didn't notice that, but it's like it, it, her view on on it, her view seems to be that if you even see like a religious any item of religious iconography or any religious practice in front of you in a public space that that is some kind of constitutional violation i mean that's insane it's pure madness this lady um yeah she 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 the way she looks at laws is based on her feelings and whatever she thinks is right if she thinks the outcome is good then she just sews something together and sew something together to create our create to create the the result that she wants well, what um, what kind uh, of in closing? What kind of taco is she? Like, if we were to ask Jill Biden, what kind of taco she is? <laughs> kind of like, taco although, is? do Puerto, she's Puerto Rican, right? Do they count as tacos or not? Uh-huh. No, at least no. something else. Uh, what 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 is uh, the local food in Puerto Rico? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, I have never eaten Puerto Rico. Barbecued food. tranny. I think they. I think that's one of their <laughs> yeah. delicacies down in Puerto Rico. They really yeah. drive up the data. I, never forget. I, I, yeah. I, you, know, the, you yeah. know what the funny thing is? You know what the funny thing is? If you ask a Hispanic or you ask a Latina person who is Sonia Sotomayor, yeah. they have no clue. They don't Seriously? Know who the hell she is. They don't know who the hell she's she the is. wisest Latina of them all, though. <laughs> yeah, they don't know who the hell she is, and that's what the Democrats do. They just put in people like Skittles, like you know, taste the rainbow. Yeah, yeah they treat, they treat, they treat that the, the their, people uh, like. You're right. They should steal that that motto from Skittles. That should be their party motto. It's a great it's bumper fine. sticker. Democrats she's going to die pretty window. soon, isn't she? She is a type 2 diabetic and she's in her mid-60s. Huh. So and, you know, and you know, the new COVID strain is going around, so you never know. Yeah. Oh. Well. All right, man. Well, th- thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you as always. And All thanks right. for your persistence despite the technical difficulties. And yeah. uh, at this point, I think I'm going to crowdfund. Uh, I'm going to have to get you a laptop or something so that, oh, yeah. that it works in All the future. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. See ya. Thank See you. See you later. So she, okay, she is okay. She's sixty-eight, and the average age of death for a type two diabetic is that the genetic kind or the kind that you get? It's like acquired. By, it's the okay. Maybe she's a type one diabetic. I don't know. I don't anyway. know that much about how it all works, but I know one is generally a genetic thing, and one is like uh, you are obese. Stop. Okay, it's gonna take um, it's gonna take six years off of her life. The average lifespan for a woman is seventy eight, seventy two. So if she goes to average, she'll live for three and a half more years. Well, that's enough that's time so to watch this wing of the court get even more loony. Like Breyer, I thought Breyer Breyer left with some of the worst written opinions I've ever seen. I mean, his yeah. his opinion in the New York gun case was, I don't like guns. Guns are bad. And that's all it said. And then his, his his dissent in the abortion case was abortion is cool. You should like it. <laughs> More abortion. I mean, it was just please. horrendous opinions, but at least they're like, I suppose you could call them coherent. Yeah. When you have Sotomayor Kagan and uh, Katanji now, and to be fair, I've never read a Katanji opinion, so I don't know if she's a brilliant writer, despite her hearing performances. Yeah, I have she's my not. Skepticism. I'm just going to go out on a limb there and say that everything that I know about her tells me that she's dumb. This is going to be the absolute <laughs> lunatic wing of the court. I cannot wait to read some of these dissents. They're going to For be laws, laughable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to, um, let's get to Tom. I probably see if I can keep a better pace here. Uh, I, I know I have not been doing that tonight. I'll try to do better. Thanks for uh, patience, Tom. What's on your mind? Tom, are you there? 
Yes, I am. How are Hi, you? Tom. We Good. are well. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I just today I've uh, I finally given blood. It's been a while since I've been able to do it. I uh, been like two years now since I was able to go in and give blood, and hmm. today I did it. So it felt good. Did uh, they secretly... Do you have HIV? Just just wondering. No, 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 no. Just just you know the Red Cross. I'm a twenty gallon blood donor. Over the years, I've, I've given wow. blood, you know, hundred sixty times. So. Uh, it's just nice to get back into it. I used to go every, regularly every eight weeks, and and then with COVID, I didn't get to do it were, for a while. Were they now not to it. doing it, or were you not allowed to do it for some reason? Uh, it was it was tough. I you know I probably could have, but there there weren't as many blood drives. They weren't as well attended. I had a little bit of issue with hemoglobin. You need to have a certain level of hemoglobin mm. to to be able to give. So. But, Can uh, I ask I if you're one of those? Bed, are you but, one of those universal donors? You got that O negative blood or whatever it is? No, no, uh, I, I just got a, just got a negative. But yeah. you know, every every blood donation helps. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, I just I, I guess I was curious about. I mean, I guess it makes sense why you'd be so interested in it, but um, I just wonder. What's your if blood type, Matt? It's the best kind. I have A plus blood, the very best. A plus. Yeah. Um, I also am a positive. Ah, (laughs) so how did you get into you've been doing this for a long time? 20 gallons is a a long uh, blood donating career. So how did, how did uh, you get into this or what, what prompted you to do this regularly? I can't, I can't really say that I did it out of a sense of altruism. Hmm. Uh, I was working. Those Benjamins. I did it. I was working at RCA at the time and they would offer blood drives and you could get off of work for, for an hour or two to ah, go give blood. And yeah. Like, Oh yeah. I go lay on my back and read for a couple hours while I, you know, instead of working. So, Hey, I'll do that. <laughs> they allowed you to stay on the clock while donating blood. Is that. Oh yeah. Or, oh, well, I guess a uh, good deal. Well, I mean, the, the blood drive was right in the plant. So yeah, yeah. it was, you know, it was just go to, go to this room and then, you know, they, they do the screening and then yeah. they, they tap your vein and, you sit in, in the uh, the canteen for a few minutes and then back to work. So I take it the needle does not bother you. The giant straw needle that they stick in your arm. I usually don't like needles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like shots especially. But for some reason I grew to... Uh, I, I got used to it. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've donated. But I, I mean that thing... It's a... <laughs> Yeah, it's well, I, the last time I donated blood, um, you know, you get the giant needle stick, but there's the kind of I don't know the different types of blood donation or how it works. But when I the last time I, I did, they it was the system where they take your blood out and then they put it in a centrifuge to get all of your blood cells and then they put the plasma back in. And that was one of the right. weirdest feelings ever. Have you ever done that? Yes, I have. I did uh. that a couple times. That's yeah. For the platelets, they, they try to get those out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know all about that, except I get the platelets taken out of my blood and then I get them micro needled into my face. It's called oh, so a you do this facial. regularly. You like get blood extracted for that purpose. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How much the do they have to take step, out to do that? They use the same giant like, needle and all that. Yeah. It's a, it's hmm. a blood draw and then they, they centrifuge it right in front of you and you know, your platelets, it's just white. But you still, they still put the plasma back in when they do this. No. Oh. If you're they, cold when they plasma Yeah, it's back weird because you can feel it flowing back through Wait, you. Wait, why would they do that? I don't know medically why they, is it like it, it makes the recovery easier from 
I, I don't know. Seems I don't know unnecessary. Why but it feels weird. The, the platelets don't have the type like red blood cells do. So, oh, is that what so they, they can give okay. platelets to anybody? Yeah. <laughs> the live chat's really confused. It's called a vampire facial. I'm not doing it for any medical purpose to help anybody else or anything. And it's like your that. blood. You're not stealing it's, it's it. It's my the, blood. Yeah. Yeah. Vampire. That's uh, that's kind of unfortunate phrasing, but I will look this up and hope for the best in this Google result. Vampire facial. It's your own blood. They they take it out. And yeah, they this centrifuge is a, it. This is a thing you, you I can plasma. confirm. It's uh, micro needle the plasma. I thought I was going to get weird Halloween porn, but it's not. It's a real thing. Yeah. Ugh. And then, yeah, they stick it like needle all over your face. So you have little blood spots all over your face. A micro needle. Uh, it's like a little dermo roller, oh. and then it has ten thousand tiny needles on it. Yeah, it's the only procedure I can get done while I'm breastfeeding. That's the reason I do it. Oh, you gotta well, stop all the good stuff. I, I didn't mean to to hijack your uh, your blood talk, Tom. But uh, did you have any other thoughts in closing? Well, not on that. But I just starting to get a little cringy about this election coming up it's like mm. everybody's oh yeah the the red wave and oh we're going to take the house and take the senate and it's going to be great and i remember two years ago and everybody was like oh yeah trump's gonna win it's no it's, it's a no-brainer it's a yeah. slam dunk you know? and then the last minute shenanigans so i'm just i'm just oh, trying not to cringe too much over the next four months we'll I'm see with what you. happens the only difference is like yeah Given, I suppose, the polling to the degree that you trust it or not, it was plausible that Trump could lose in 2020. To me, this is so this would be so far beyond to see some result where they maintain control. And I suppose the Senate, given the map and given kind of weak candidates from the Republicans is possible, yeah. maybe. But if they don't pick up a huge mountain of seats in the House, the whole thing is a is a scam. Um, but uh, I, we'll true. see your whole worldview is hanging in the balance. It really is. It, it, it's it, <laughs> if we do the stream the Wednesday after that Tuesday and it's like, Oh, Nancy Pelosi's still speaker. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to, it will be hard to believe that's anything based in reality. You look at the polling. Did you see the clip of Joe Biden, uh, on his bike again? And, and someone, a reporter asked him, what do you say about the new poll that came out that shows like two thirds of Democrats don't want you to run again for president? And he, he, the listen here, Jack thing with Joe Biden is kind of a meme. Listen here, Jack, but he rarely actually says it. This was a clip where he went full old man mode and actually said, listen, Jack, that same poll showed 90% of Democrats would vote for me if I ran. <laughs> yeah, but it shows they don't want you to run. Well, they will vote for me anyway. And he was, he actually said, listen, Jack, I couldn't believe it. I didn't know that was the thing he actually the, did. Yeah, he got right up in his face, too. Yeah, with his big uh, fake teeth grin. Yeah, <laughs> his Joker grin right in the guy's right in the guy's camera. The, the difference yeah. with the two polls was one was whether you want Biden to be the nominee. And yes. the other is if Biden's the nominee, would you vote for him? Yes. Like, of course, they're going to vote for him. They're they're Democrats. They're going to vote for whoever the, the nominee is. Yeah, it's uh. To, to brag like i'll get 90 percent of the democrat vote right you're a democrat that's like that's baseline dude like <laughs> you could be an actual pile of shit with a d on it and you should pull those <laughs> with, kind of with numbers a d on it, yes. yeah so anyway yeah I, i'll certainly keep an eye on it and i i think you're right to uh not assume that that is in the bag because uh 
Yeah. It's there are shenanigans afoot. I have no doubt about that. I know. Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Tom. Have a good night. You too. It's like the most implausible thing I could imagine. Democrats losing a, a major election and going home and, and thinking, wow, we've really become um, disconnected from voters. We don't seem to understand them well. Let's let's try to make ourselves more appealing to the average American to do better. Wouldn't next that time. be something? They'll never do that. It, the, the idea that these people are operating honestly. I mean, how many years of counter demonstration do I need? Yeah. Okay, uh, we are due for a break. Top of the hour here. Uh, sure. Let me. I think we're good on Tippy Stream, but I'll double check here. Close out my vampire facial window. Uh, let's see. Over on Tippy Stream, Long Dong John says, "Well, I'm going to hesitate to say murder until I know what happened before the video. Although Australian law will di- uh, disagree. Everyone involved is still a fuckwit. I just like to. Uh, I just like the I doubted guys, or ju- it's just like the I doubted guys. Everyone could have just walked away. Um, yeah. The only thing I, I would say, and again, you're right that we don't have all the information. So. But, but but based on what I see here, it does look like people are trying to walk away and certain people are walking after them. And the guy who got killed is one of the guys walking after walking them after menacingly him. and threateningly. So he was in the beginning of the video. He like, did he kind of back them. off a little bit. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, because he got stabbed. Uh, yes. I don't even think the guy that stabbed him realized that he got him. <laughs> it seemed like it, nobody it did his carotid artery. Maybe? It must have got you know major He's uh, just like, artery or vein in now. his neck. Yeah. Wow. Disturbing. So, yeah, I, I agree that um, un- unless it's a well, I, I agree that when you have the option to just leave, exercise that option to just leave. My only problem is it seems like the stabbing guy and the people with him were just leaving and they were still being pursued. Um, in, the, in the I doubt it situation, everyone was standing their ground, so to speak. In Texas, you have that right. And I think you have a moral right to stand your ground. Um but that doesn't mean that sometimes you can't just let's put it this way. in the, in the, I doubt it situation. I don't think they had a moral or legal obligation to walk away, but sometimes just walking away is the wiser option to exercise. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one such case. Um, yeah. I can't believe that trial is still on. It's still, I know pending. we're coming up on four years ago that that happened. <laughs> um, as a legal matter, I think that those guys were justified as a matter of just wisdom. Uh, maybe not, but, then again, maybe some more information will come out and uh, we'll get justice for the I doubted guys in the future here. I doubt it. Are you good? Yes. My so-called mixed channel. Hey, guys. So I'll agree the Lion King is a good, maybe even great movie. But when it comes to classic maybe. Disney, it's all about Pocahontas for me, Colors of the Wind and Mel oh, Gibson. I mean, come on, man. Love you, Chris. Um, I, Pocahontas is a good one. Uh, Pocahontas. Colors of the Wind. That is top come on, man. music. You know, I haven't seen it in forever since I was young. I did have a dog named Miko. So really? wasn't that the raccoon's name in Pocahontas, right? That's where that came from. I think so. Yeah. I think that's where that came from. I, I barely even remember. My problem with the paint with all the with, with the song is shouldn't it be sing with all the voices of the wind and paint with all the colors of the mountain? It just seemed nonsensical to say colors of the wind. You're right. And mountains have color um, and wind has voices. How did the lyrics go? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain paint with all the colors of the wind? Was it, was it that? 
Sing with all the voices of the mountain. Something like that. It was backwards. Do, 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 do. You are right. I don't know why it would be that. Why is my search engine so slow? Hmm. Let me read one more while this comes up. All right. Um, M. Yelling says, no one but Matt lives up to the rights expectations, blonde. Matt gets plowed by random men every Sunday <laughs> night. The expectations must be pretty low. Yeah, it pains me to say that, but Matt is probably the only okay? reliable person in this entire sphere. Uh, I appreciate the kind words. I don't know that I, I mean, I make, I, I do the wrong thing. I make mistakes all the time. I think all you can do is try to do right by those mistakes. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do with delivering misinformation today that I'm responsible for. But this is also part of the reason why I shy away from, uh, what I think is kind of community drama type stuff is, um, you know, if there is impropriety committed between these people i think it's best resolved between them it does not involve me uh and i i the last thing i want to do is get sucked into this sort of thing where it detracts from the only thing i care about in this sphere which is doing a good job in producing my own material on the internet anything else that pulls me away from that in this community i don't want to participate in that's true uh you were right can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Yeah, it's backwards. The wind has voices. The mountain has colors. Yeah. Wind does not have color. What the hell is the color of the wind? It's transparent. Can you sing it's with all invisible. The voices of the wind. Yeah, this, I guess. Paint with all the colors of the mountain. As a matter of the rhythm or the melody, it doesn't really work. They're like, no one will notice. It's fine. Yeah. The lyrics of this are kind of crazy. You think I'm just an ignorant savage and you've been so many places. I guess it must be so, but I still cannot see if the savage one is me. Remember when um, the the last Pocahontas clip I remember seeing was I made an edit for the show because they tried to say that Pocahontas was a slur about Elizabeth Warren. And so it was fun to go back into the Pocahontas clips when Pocahontas meets John Smith because it was so funny because he says, what is your name? And she goes, Pocahontas. And he's like, what? And if you bleep her. It sounds like she's saying the N word. What is your name? Bleep. What? <laughs> Bleep. And she kind of, it was, it was so funny to edit in that context. I remember that. That's the last time I watched Pocahontas. Yikes. Um, all right. We'll circle back. All right. Thank you guys. We will uh, come back to your chats at the end of the show. Let's um, see. I'll have to just circle back with you. Issue is up next. Issue. Are you, th- are you there? Hey, Matt. What's on your mind? Hi. Well, I had a rousing discussion about the video that got uh, put into private mode. Okay. Do you want to talk about that or do you want to talk about something else? Uh, I'll switch to another topic. Oh, sure. uh, have you been following uh, Viva Frey? Uh, I mean, I follow him generally, but is there something specific that you're thinking? Uh, he has relocated down into Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Because of things that are happening in Canada politically. So. Wow. So he has joined the Florida club too. Yeah, so he is uh, one of our Canadian political asylum seekers, apparently. Hmm. Wow. And you're talking like a, this is a permanent move, like he's taking his whole family, all of that. It's not just like a, he's not doing he's some kind of temporary his whole family thing. family from what I've gathered from his videos. Uh, yeah. the, it's not a permanent move, he's saying. Oh. He's got a three-year visa is what he's mentioned on the Where streams. is he going? Uh, he's in uh, Florida. Hmm. Oh, he's already, okay. He's already down there. That's good. He probably so, hates Canada. I think he likes Canada. It's just that 
some of the new laws that are being pushed through, especially for like the uh, fact that they don't have the same freedom of speech that we have in America, they're locking down a lot of like misinformation, government's board type of stuff. Yeah. So his potential job as a YouTuber is kind of on the hook. Yeah, I guess I hadn't even thought of that. Like you have uh, career slash income slash livelihood implications. I, I hadn't thought of that angle, but it's not just like a, a matter of um, principle, though I'm sure it is for him. But when your your job is on the line in that way, it's it's sort of mandatory that you get the hell out of there. So I'm wondering how many uh, more YouTubers we might be seeing across uh, the state lines to be able to not be. Uh, well, that's great. I, I know. Um, I don't know if it's finished or not, but I know like Rumble as a company was based in Canada and they moved or are moving down to Florida. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't mind, uh, all kinds of, uh, Canadians of proper values assembling here. We should just organize a trade. It's like, okay, uh, you guys, Trudeau, you get like California, Oregon, Washington. I don't know. Maybe we need some West coast port, but we'll arrange that. You get like our coastal crappy States and yeah. trade us like Alberta and maybe Saskatchewan. And we just did like a personal exchange though. Like we send you all of our ah. crazy leftists. They'll love it there. Look at the abortion rights they want, the freedom of speech restrictions yeah. that they want, and we'll pull down all the uh, moderate and conservatives from Canada to here. Imagine that's if true. We... Good conservatives. A lot of the good original OG YouTubers are Canadian. Imagine if we worked a deal where we agreed on a, a mutual amicable split, where you had to decide: Are you in this country or that country? And maybe if you have to leave and go a long way, we figure out a way to facilitate people's moving costs or something like that. Uh, as I've said many times, if you can promise me that I'll be left alone by these people, I'll move anywhere. I don't like the deep South. I will live in the deep South to be left alone south, by man. these people. Um, oh, God, I hate the deep South. Uh, you know, the they won't thinking, let you leave alone. I know that's the let somebody have their own freedom. That's the problem. They, they it's, it's their weird paradox where they hate you but they won't let you leave. It's the most, it's the most bizarre thing. Like they hate you, but they want you completely under their well, control. It's like this Trump thing, you know, Trump is not really politically relevant anymore, but they still, they still need him to like, to like feed on his corpse or something like that to keep them alive. It's totally mm -hmm. dysfunctional. They're trying to shift to DeSantis. It seems the, uh, DeSantis, DeSantis is worse is so than less Trump. Menacing, you know, he's certainly a more polished in his presentation. It's hard to portray him as, uh, the sort of brash personality that Trump is because he's not that, but they try to say that his policy is even more radical than Trump, that kind of stuff, which yeah. it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's mainstream conservative slash pro freedom type stuff, which some of it, I need to go back to, I, I mean, I generally think that Ron DeSantis has good instincts and has done, done good things, but if I'm not mistaken, I don't think that he was quite as good in the early days as some States that did literally jack shit. And I'm thinking of like South Dakota, for example, and Christy Nome. And I know that Christy Nome is not a perfect candidate either. And she's done right. some things that I disagree with. But Ron DeSantis gets praised for how he handled coronavirus. And yes, relative to California and New York, he did way better. But I, I seem to recall in the early days, he weren't there. Didn't they have some of these mask mandate things? Or am I, am I misremembering, as they might say? Didn't they start? Uh, I think they did have some of the mask mandates, but hmm. they didn't leave it uh, perpetually for you know, two they just years, got like rid of it quickly. Else. That's better than 
not. But, you know, at this point, I don't know. Or maybe I'm going too hard. I want people that saw coronavirus as bullshit from day one. That's what I want. That's how you earn my vote. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He got vaxxed, though. Hmm. Now I, now I, I am, can't uh, trust him. Now I can't vote for him. But Trump did, too. Still. Remember? Remember how much Trump brags about the vaccine? That's that's one of those things where it's like, uh, I think he's generally very good at reading a room. But that that seems to be one issue on which he does not read the room well is, uh, dude, nobody's going to love you going up there and and praising how effective you were in vaccine matters. Uh, That is not what your supporters are generally into, certainly at this point in the game. I just wish that he took some of that same, like easing the restrictions and did that for like refineries because... Yeah. You know, our last one was built in what the 1970s. I was shocked to learn that at least our last major one, like one, one that is, uh, you know, of high production. Um, but it makes sense. You know, if you're going to invest the kind of money it takes to build a refinery, you need to know that that refinery has a future. And if you're told by regulators and people in political power that it has no future, why would you do it? You wouldn't. And so they didn't. But, uh, but yeah, did you have any uh, other thoughts before we let you go? Nope, I'll get out of here so that the next person can get through. All right, well, thank you, man. Have a great night. You too. All right, next caller's name is just numbers, so I'm going to call you numbers. <laughs> but you put numbers What's in parentheses, numbers? so. Numbers. Numbers. Okay, I don't have anything, do you? Uh-uh. Well, I will see if we can get back to numbers. I know Batman's always working, so let's try Batman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Wait, who's who? I can't tell. I know. Oh, it, it, is uh, is her impression of me that good? It's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Somehow, I'm not really sure that's. No, so, anyway, it, it seems like you're exaggerating sorry. your voice right now. That that was extra raspy. No, I'm um leaning over to my microphone because I wasn't expecting to be on right now. Uh, well, yeah, we had one caller who uh. We weren't able to connect with beforehand. I am hearing feedback. Oh, yeah. Well, pause your stream, too, or mute your stream. Yeah, bear with me. Sure. It's weird to hear yourself back what you just said like five seconds ago, five seconds ten ago. seconds ago. Like, wow, that sounded way better in my head and the first time I delivered it than hearing it the second <laughs> time. Yeah, no doubt about that. But... um. <laughs> Rather than coming up with any sort of topic myself this week, I decided to basically just take notes on what was said hmm. um, and sort of respond in kind. Hmm. Um, although, of course, it's totally impossible to come up with notes on every point and um, actually d- like develop a, a conversation about that in such a short amount of time. So. Right. Instead, I'm just going to say, uh, you don't know if you're Asian in your hometown and you are racist. <laughs> wow. You can do that because you are Asian. At Wait, least. Well, yes, what I kind am. of Asian are you? I forgot. Are you like half Taiwanese? I'm Taiwanese. Ah, that's yes. right. A good kind of Asian. I do like uh, the Taiwanese the best a lot. Kind. Yeah. Um, you know, Taiwanese people, they're a hardy breed that I find distinctly different from the Chinese. I don't care what anyone says. Xi Jinping would well, disagree. You're absolutely right. If you if you go to some of my family and you tell them that they are ethnically Chinese, they will oh, beat the I fuck would out never. Of you. Yeah, I would never ever say that to a Taiwanese person. <laughs> ever. Good. Um, but just in general, I think the Taiwanese are 
They're like a, they seem like a more honest bunch than the Chinese. The Chinese, they're shifty bastards. Yeah, I agree. And actually, if you go to Taiwan and you make your way around there, you notice that it's a very clean place. I've it's heard very that. culturally homogenous. And I've heard it's uh, a higher trust society where, in China. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, particularly in Taipei, you yeah. get a lot of um, tourists from places like Beijing and Shanghai. Um, and the result is the native Taiwanese people, particularly those who live in places like Taipei and, um, you know, the other, um, the other cities there, they hate mainland Chinese people because they go there and you witness the tragedy of the commons in real time. Yeah. They'll just, the, they, they will just throw trash all over the place. Um, they will operate under the assumption that somebody will clean up after them. Um, in spite of the fact that they really culturally shouldn't operate on that assumption. That's true. I heard there's no children peeing in streets like they do in China and in, in Taiwan. That there's oh, none of that. No, no. Like you can find some dirty places in Taipei, but even those dirty places are nothing uh, wet. Let me let me give you an example. I spent a little bit of time in Taipei in I think it was 2014. Um, I was there for a few months, and there was this weird alleyway right next to the university that my grandparents lived near that I used to walk down every, um, almost every day where, uh, let's put it this way. If you saw that same alleyway in New York, you would avoid that shit. Hmm. Yeah. It's banned but, by New York standards. Come on. Yeah. All right. No, of course. It's it's terrible by New York standards, except it's clean. It, it, I mean, it's from a construction standpoint, it's it looks like if you walk down that area, you're gonna get killed. Hmm. But you wait until about 3 p.m. and a whole bunch of people come out with food carts and they line both sides of the alley. And by the time that the sun sets, it's basically a, uh, it's a night market. Huh. This kind of sounds awesome. It is. And the food <laughs> is so good. Oh, well, I think I've missed the boat to go to any of these places. I, I think you have. Because um, I don't even want my family going back there anymore. Hmm. Unless I move to Japan. Then I'm gonna then I'm gonna travel all these places. Even I, if you move DJ to Japan, you don't want to go to Taiwan. What? Why? I I I want to go to all these places. Listen, this this whole thing is bullshit. We should be able to travel freely and then return to our home countries. I'm not gonna not do these things in my life because of COVID. I'll find a way around this. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. It's not because of COVID. It's because of China. No, no. I I hear what you're saying. I'm just talking about the the lack of 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 travel because of COVID. Um. Am I that worried about danger and stuff like that? I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go to the Middle East. I have a kid now. But Asian nations, you know they can't fact, possibly be that bad. You know for a fact that there are basically, effectively, one billion people who want to make that little island their own. 
to yeah. the point where <laughs> our own country won't recognize Taiwan as a nation because uh, we're owned by them. Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for the thoughts. Before we have to let you go, I don't think I've talked to you since, or at least we haven't talked about it since, uh, the New York Supreme Court gun case. Mm, Does that yeah. uh, is that have any effect on your it's abilities or desires? Life. Really? It's okay. basically changed my life um, at zero points. Oh, so it hasn't there, at there's all. There's no change. Got because, it. Because um, the, uh, the issue with that is... Um, the Supreme Court decided that there needs to be. How do I put this? The Supreme Court said, um, you know, the reason that you can give to them is no longer relevant. Yeah. Uh, or the reason they demand the proper cause is no longer relevant. Yeah. But you still need to get a permit. Right. And I still and refuse to give them a permit or ah, refuse to give them my information. Got it. That. Um, well, that might be a wise move, I suppose. In California, they just leak that anyway. So, <laughs> and well, now, and now, actually, their your legislature just said, "Well, we don't do proper cause anymore, but you have to show us your Facebook account." So it doesn't oh, it really gets better. Actually, yeah. here in New York, uh, now they are considering requiring you to get a permit to get a rifle too. Oh, to even buy to possess, not just to, to yeah. Carry, their to their possess. their response is um, their response has been punitive. Oh, so they're they're angry. All right. Okay, well, I had hoped maybe it was good news, but uh, I know when I talk to Batman, I think it's I'm mostly good news in the, the long news. run. Yeah, I think it's good news in the long run. Yeah, uh, especially because right now, um, as I mentioned last week, there are a lot of people who are just angry with everything right now, and yeah. they're not, they're not, they're not tolerating um, the, the typical bullshit anymore. Well, we will uh, we will see easy enough to talk to people here, yeah. here of all places about the state of the world. Now, yeah, you would know, which, you know, I, I have no read on what New York public opinion is. So that's good yeah. to hear if it's shifting, at least. I've never been the kind of person who tries to hide who I am, if yeah. that makes any sense. Sure. Um, so you're so, not a closeted homosexual white guy. <laughs> I'm Asian. Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> the, closet, the closeted homosexual thing, though, I assume is, is correct. Yeah. You know, right, I met man. my fiance through you guys, right? That's right. I never know. forget. That's why I said that for the lols. Didn't go as well as I expected. Oh, all right. Shit. Well, I thanks for calling a, and uh, all the lol. best to your lovely bride to be as well. Oh, thank you very much. Have a good night. Goodbye. All right. You too. <laughs> you know, maybe we're doing this wrong. Maybe you need to imitate the Joker whenever he calls yeah, right. and get that chuckle going. I wonder what he looks like. Oh, I've seen him. Have you? Uh, not to not to plug, but in my mind, he's short and buff. Um. Well, I don't know his height, but but I I, I don't say this to single out Batman. Um. One of the one of the best parts. That's not the best part, I guess. But one of the uh, serendipitous things about the Bible study is that we get a lot of participants who I'm familiar with from the call-in show and you get to see them, but I've never seen them, but because <gasps> we're not streaming, we do video, uh, on the, uh, the Saturday night Bible study calls. So there are a couple Batman included who I've spoken to many times, but had no idea what they look like. And now I know what they look like. Isn't that weird? Yeah. People never look how you expect. Yeah. The people I've seen, I, I wouldn't say that they were drastically different than, than I would expect, but, uh, 
but yeah, sometimes you've heard a voice a lot and you get an image in your head and it doesn't, you know, it's not necessarily yeah. accurate. Do you know Morgoth on YouTube? Uh, yeah. Why do I, I know the name. Why? I did an I... interview with him cause he's this like brash, um, English yeah. guy. And then when I did an interview with him, I'd never seen him and I made him turn on his camera so I could see what he looked like. It was exactly what I had imagined. Wow. And I don't think that anybody else has, has been like that ever. He's it's the always one guy. like, He's the one guy, yeah. All right, let's see if we can get through a couple more calls. How are we doing, uh, or how are we for email questions tonight? We have a normal amount? Standard. Okay. Um, numbers man, are you there? Or woman? Here. Woman. Number woman. My apology. <laughs> yeah, so I came here with a comment for Matt and a couple sure. statements for Blonde, if that's acceptable. Uh, <laughs> it is acceptable. Funny. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, Matt, I would just like to say that I really appreciate the amount of intense and integrity that you bring to everything that you create. Oh, well, thank um, you. All of your, I mean, throughout the entire show, you're very poised and, and intentional. And in the videos that you do individually, you have a really clear analysis, and it's obvious that you put a lot of effort into it. And I think it's very precise and well done. And I think that you contribute a lot and the effort that you put into what you do is very obvious and appreciated. Oh, well, thank I, I appreciate that very much. I was worried that a giant butt was coming, but you oh, suck. I mean, I am, but... <laughs> um, if you have one, that's fine. Don't feel like you can't. But uh, but I appreciate those kind words. It's very uh, generous of you. But I I will say I appreciate it, especially on a day like today. Not that I feel like this is some massive career failing or something. But, How could you, know, you have possibly known? Well, I, I couldn't, but <laughs> I, I went, I took a leap that, that was too far in saying that this was a Jesse or a, a Blasi Ford. It, it apparently is not that we'll find the precise truth of the matter as this goes forward. But you're right that, that it is important to me that the things I put out are high effort and, um, and have a certain quality to them. And that doesn't mean that everyone is the best one ever. But it it is disheartening to to put the hours into a video like that that it took and then really have to just throw it away. And that's nobody's fault but mine. I take full I mean, ownership of that. But a, you have a better track rate than any uh, corporate media. But so, people well, generally don't issue retractions. It is either. a low bar, to be fair. I mean, but I mean, what you do, you do with intention yeah. and you do it with honor. And the amount of effort you put into precision. I think is really impressive. You're well, doing thanks, a great job at what you do. And I think that you're a huge contribution to the whole effort. You're going to make me blush. Oh. This is the kindest call I've ever received. Thank you for that. Okay. Well, I'll stop talking to you. <laughs> okay. Now you move on to blonde. You um, thoroughly buttered no, me up. Yeah. As far as blonde goes, what I have to say to you is, um, you suck. Your interviews have kicked ass lately. I know you stopped for a while, but like <laughs> um, sweating there, jeez. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I've watched like you did like one-on-one -on -one interviews, and there's been like two or three that I saw in the last few months, and I think that that's probably one of the best skill sets that I've seen you as someone who's watched you for you know half a decade or something. Um, but you do a really good job at guiding conversation, extracting information, and really getting to the root of the matter. And I think that if you keep up with that, and um, I think it, I mean, I think, I think it's really great. 
Um, oh, thank you. It, it also helps that I've had such interesting people on the channel. Yeah. I mean, like I'm yeah, genuinely interested in them and <laughs> what they have to say and really, really smart, talented people. And then the second thing I had for you, Blonde, was um, you were doing like a, a mom podcast thing. I, yeah, yeah, we were. We have been having some serious scheduling difficulties since Robin had her baby. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I mean, being a mom is impossible enough <laughs> to have any kind of schedule, especially coordinating with someone else who is having an impossible mom schedule. So I totally mm -hmm. feel that. Um, but what I thought was really cool is there was an episode that you did that had like three women on it. And there was a woman that was talking about how her life was super difficult with the whole COVID experience and the doctors weren't really that great. Um, and she was talking about home birth things and mm. that was pretty interesting. Um, was she a I, Russian? I, Do you remember? I, I, I don't. Oh, okay. Um, but I thought it would be kind of cool because, um, increasing the amount of children in the world is a net benefit to the cause. And I think it would be cool to see some kind of like um, development and what it's actually like to be a mom at different stages. And I don't know how, I don't have an intention of how that would go about, but there's a whole lot of emphasis on just like having a baby. Yeah. And I think a lot of the other stages that come after that are a lot more nuanced mm, and so yeah. I think having people from like different backgrounds different beliefs and kind of navigating that whole actual child re rearing experience what it's like if you're actually raising a child and what it's like from a woman perspective to kind of like take away some of the difficulties and Right. I think there's, I mean, there, there's a lot of hard things, but there's a lot of beautiful things. And so I think that's true. Yeah. I wish people would talk about on. that more. Um, one thing that I wish somebody would have told me when uh, I became a mom is like, nobody ever talks about how boring having a newborn especially is. Hmm. And so, um, I think that it's good that women also talk about the not the negative things of, um, of childbearing and rearing children, but it, you know, we should have realistic expectations about, what this is like so that people aren't so shocked when they have children. And so it's not so scary. I mean, cause a lot yeah. of it's really boring. A lot of it's really fun. The challenges are whatever. Um, but I think if that the idea of the podcast is really cool and there hasn't been a lot of things in a while. And yeah. I think that growing in the development would be super cool. And so that, that is a great idea. Cool. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. We're trying to get back to motherland, but um you know, I mean, whether it's the same person tough. or inviting other people on or doing whatever makes sense for your own personal schedule, I think it's a really good idea for a podcast. And if there was some variant or the same thing, I think it would be really cool. Well, thank you. I, I just assumed that you were getting on here to blast me. I don't know why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that yeah, you no, hold the record no. for kindest call of all time, I think so. I know. Um, it's like she's, she's going to yeah. get us. <laughs> well, well, thank you for the the thoughts. Seriously, very much appreciated, and uh, yeah, I, I would so I would I appreciate I'll, it any I'll day, but I appreciate it especially today. Best. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I hope you have a great evening, and you I'll get off. But I think you're great. Well, thank we you. We think you're a, great too. It was a pleasure you. to hear from you, and hopefully, we will again soon. Cheers. Have a good night. Okay, we do have uh, one more caller, so let's take uh, Avo Brady last, and then we'll get to the email questions. Avo Brady, are you there? Um, I am here. All I right, man. Was, uh, you got last words, so I'll probably have to be a little bit brief. But uh, No worries. No yeah. worries. Uh, I wanted to mention Dangerous Spaces. I wanted me to tell you guys 
his email question for the week or something, it ha it doesn't change with your video being taken down or anything. Uh -huh. I know you already talked about it at the beginning of the show, but it it's still on par. So, it's as in he wants us to read the question. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, I I I joined a little late, so I didn't really get to hear what you had to say about your video. But yeah, you know that I completely understand. And in fact, I wanted to tell you, you know, after listening to your video, uh, it really reminded me of the news that came out today about the Uvalde. Well, not the, the news, <laughs> but the leak. You know, you guys saw the, the videos. Yeah, I have the seen the video. In the hallway. Yeah. Um, there's a picture being shared of an officer looking at his phone and the his screensaver is like the Punisher. Yeah, with like <laughs> yeah I have seen an that. American yeah. flag. Um, if I'm, I mean, if the reports are correct, that's the same guy whose wife was inside the classroom dying oh is that true and i didn't know that really? I, I, dude i want i've been reading several different sources that are saying even inside edition is saying that it's it's being reported right now but, i've I mean, only seen the imagine, still do you know what do you have you seen where that occurs in the video he, I've only, uh, it's like it's a first split second but it's like just him checking his phone that's it so we don't know. It's not as though he's sitting around playing uh, Tetris no, on his phone for no, like an hour or something. No, he takes his phone out and looks at it, and then he puts it back. In the, I mean, from what right. I remember watching. So he know? might literally be listening to a voicemail from his dying wife at the time. Either that, or like checking his phone for like you know like updates or something. And then, yeah. um, if that is true, right? This is the same officer who was removed from the scene, who had his gun right. taken away from him. Yeah. So you know, people can slander this man all over Twitter, and you know, throw his throw his screensaver out there and say, Oh, this is what our cops are looking like. His wife is in there right now. If it's the same What's, guy, um, where did you hear that information? Not that I'm doubting go, it. I just haven't seen it. Edition. Go to it's inside okay. edition. They just recently posted a video covering the video, the leaks, I guess they're calling it the leaks. Yeah. But it's just, it's just video surveillance of the, the shooting and uh, inside edition messages it. And then, um, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you the article, but there probably is one about this specific still and it being shared on social media. So hmm. uh, I don't know. I just, what I'm telling you guys is it just reminded me of your video today. Facts can change. And you know, sometimes you might not know everything. Yeah. And when you do find out, you just, it's kind of gun, gut wrenching. Like yeah. the fact that that 10 year old at that went through that, you know, it's gut wrenching. <laughs> So, uh, for sure. Um, I still I just wanted to, to make that comparison. So, oh, yeah, yeah. With and your that, video today. So, there's, no, uh, there's no issue with your video or anything like that. I, I understand that you're well, it, there are issues with it, which is, which is why I retracted um, it. But, but you're yes, right. Yeah. Like, to that point, I mean, the, uh, the reason and I won't repeat everything I said at the top of the show, I still have a lot yeah. of questions. The, the timeline still is very weird in this story. So I still think that as told, it might not be uh, correctly represented. But the point that you're making still stands um, that that I saw all of these signs add up to made up. And I yeah. think that that was a reasonable conclusion based on the evidence yeah. that was available as of like you know, it's last Until this night. Morning, Matt. Yeah. Until yeah. This morning. Um, so, so, but it, that doesn't, ex you know, but I still took a leap to say that this was a, a Blasi Ford or a, a Jesse hoax. And it apparently is not. And that's why I can't have that out there. Honestly, it has to be retracted yeah. and you know, Absolutely it sucks to do, but the point, the point that you're making were careful about those leaps that you make without 100% certainty, because if you, yeah. if you take those too frequently, you will end up falling. And today's a day where I fell. It doesn't mean that, 
you know, it's, it doesn't mean my career is ruined or I'm no, disgraced or something. It's like, wrong. I got it wrong. In, in all right. Fact, I got it wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure everyone, yeah. I'm sure everyone who watches you completely understands. There's no one, you didn't lose a viewer from today's. Today. Oh no, no. And I, I don't think so, but it, but it's very important to me to the extent that a, a lot of what I do is I think justified criticism of bullshit coming from all sorts of media outlets and them not owning it when it's exposed as bullshit. But that's when, the, the, it's the not owning it thing. Right. And so when I'm responsible for putting a piece of bullshit out there, which I did today, as much as I don't like it and as much as I wish I could say, well, I, I was trying to do this or not. I mm-hmm. put a piece of bullshit out there today and I have to own that. So um, that's, and that's fine. You know, I'm, that's a lesson yep. to learn. I'm trying not to get too down about it because you have to learn that sometimes the hard way. You've never yeah. done this before. You've been doing this for like six years. Well, I just got a little. T- I've I've done too many hoax hates. It's like I've, yeah. I was just like I've it seen gets, these hoaxes. I'm I've tired of them. It's a damn hoax. And this finally, had all of the hallmarks. Oh, of it, hoax. it really did. Yeah, it yeah. really did. All right. Well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it, and thank you for that yeah, information. Absolutely. I had not heard that until you said that. So yeah, um, I will have to, to take a look at that. Look up Inside Edition. Yeah. They're I mean, like they're not the my favorite people, but they are fairly you know good reports yeah and um so yeah definitely recommend that i love you guys have a wonderful rest of your week oh well thank you appreciate it um and uh maybe i'll see you next week we love you too have a good night (laughs) we love you you're very special all right uh we are past due for our email questions so we have maybe a dozen or so we'll get into those right now uh, as a reminder if you um would like to participate in the show but you're having trouble getting in live or you can't participate live uh, go ahead and send us an email question contact page of the website mattchristensenmedia.com slash contact look for the call-in show question form and thanks to our callers tonight too appreciate it uh first we have up 24 questions oh we have two dozen yeah oh shit well okay Let's go by the rule that I always articulate and never abide by. We each get one response, no follow-ups. Okay. And questions to to us require no, no response from the other person. How's that? Uh, yeah, if it's addressed to either you or me, yeah. Okay. You're right. Joshua says, hi, Matt. How will I know when I meet the woman I will marry? Ooh. Uh, I wish I could explain to you how it was very obvious to me. But it just was. It was like... It was because of her hot tits. <laughs> uh, I there's what am I supposed? To, feel like I'm, if I say anything, I'm going to get in trouble. It was because of her hot brain um, tits. I I Text know it's incoming. An, I know I'm it's an unsatisfying it. answer, but you just know you just know. And and I guess the, I guess if I could articulate the reason why I knew is because it felt obvious in a way that no other relationship I've ever had in my life felt obvious. Yeah. It made all the other ones seem stupid. It's like, why did I put so much effort and why did, was it so, why was everything so excruciating in other contexts where it was always so stressful or I was, it just, yep. I I know I'm struggling to explain. I'm giving the classic uh, Supreme court uh, line of, you know what, when you see it, of course they were talking about defining obscenity or pornography in that case or whatever it was. It doesn't really transfer. What I'm saying is it's just a certainty that hits you. And I don't know how else to say that, but you know it when it hits you. And if you have a lot of serious doubts in your mind, especially if you've, if you've dated a person for a long time, if you, maybe you could define it this way. Can you see your life without that person? And it became very apparent to me that I can't see my life without my wife. It would 
it would not be i mean it just wouldn't be it'd be a crappier version of my life it'd be the other way to look at these things if you've been together for six months to a year and you don't know if you want to end up together you should break up yeah break up do you see that future and the future was very obvious yep uh that's probably the best indicator don't let yourself stay in that zone of not knowing for too long yeah because if you don't know that that therein lies the answer yeah if you don't know you know yep good way to put it uh morally uh, morally insane um oh this is a follow-up to the um to the uh, pitbull uh it is commentary do you want I is it, actually are you up or am, am i up turn. Uh, sorry to sound aggressive with my last question. I was not accusing you of anything. Sorry if it sounded that way. You and Blonde have always been fair with your comments, and I did not want to write a novel. Uh, but this link explains my position. The data point you meant the data points you mentioned are correct, but old information. Uh, yes, dogs are bred for specific jobs. However, crossbreeding can change those outcomes in any breed. Read the information in this link and ask yourself if you'd be willing to change your opinion uh, more positively when it comes to pits. Once again, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Well, thank you for. I, I perhaps uh, you know perhaps I just. Uh, Took it as more aggressive than it was intended. So, um, so he's more susceptible to the offering of a retraction today <laughs> than he um, would be on. I do days. see this ASPCA link, and I'll tell you what: I will bookmark it. It's a long, it's many, many paragraphs, so I can't. It, it's not a thing I can respond to right now. Um, my problem, though, is I don't see any counter data looking at this on first glance and maybe I'm just missing it. So I'm not saying nope, it's not I read here. it. Um, I just read it. And, uh, it. and if the claim is that the data about pit bulls being disproportionately responsible for aggressive attacks is wrong, I need to see some data that demonstrate that, that, that that's wrong. Um, that it, again, it doesn't mean that in every individual pit bull is a bad dog or that potentially pit bulls cannot be raised to be good dogs. But just like any other truth, I don't think that if there's a truth in statistical trends, we do any uh, service by ignoring that trend or pretending that it's not reality. Uh, it could be for a variety of reasons. It could be genetic disposition of the dog. It could be that for some reason these dogs are more abused than other dogs. I, I don't know. But my problem is, or I guess my perspective on this is that that it seemed to me like the claims about the statistical reality were treated as incorrect. And I'm not seeing information to show that those statistical realities are incorrect, but I will read this more thoroughly later. Uh, Do you have anything to add on that? No, I mean, uh, this doesn't have any counter data in general. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to be banning breeds, but like if, if I could ban a single breed, it would be pit bulls. Hmm. Um, they aren't safe dogs. I would never, I would never adopt another dog. I'm never doing that again. But if I were going to do that and I found out that they were 10% pit bull, I'd be like, no deal. Compromise position. Joe exotic gets to manage all the world's pit bulls. Great. I'm like, great. great. Pit bull um, sanctuary. Rug muncher. And then he can get that damn Carol Baskin. He can <laughs> sick his pit bulls on her. That anyway, was such th- a fascinating th- th- documentary because I just didn't know who to talk with. <laughs> Yeah. Like I hate all of the people um, to morally insane. Uh, and thank you for the good faith response too. I'm not, and, and I, I appreciate that very much. So thank you for that. Uh, maybe we disagree on this or agree to disagree, but I appreciate um, given that things were uh, potentially a little aggressive from both parties in the last week. And I'll acknowledge like, yeah, was I a little hyped about that? Yeah. Cause I felt like I was being accused of something. Um, you were. So, but I, I'm glad that we can all kind of come together. Uh, and uh, make peace on that. So thank you for the follow-up. 
<laughs> one drop rule based blonde. Yeah, that's how I feel about pickles. Hmm. Um, rug muncher. If you could go back in time and kill Hitler, would you do it? Okay, no, but not for the reasons that you think. Hmm. Uh, in general, I would not historically, not in general, I don't think of a single instance where I would historically or alter anything in history um, because there would just be too un many unintended effects that I couldn't possibly foresee. Like what if killing Hitler creates super Hitler? Well, I guess that's a beneficial yeah, I mean, uh, end product, if, depending on your perspective. It's it's the prime directive <laughs> thing. Like, you know, Captain Picard tries to never alter history in the many episodes that he's been thrown back. I would think you time. would hate Picard based on what I saw in the one episode of Star Trek that I watched. I love the guy. Love, love huh. him. Um, His principles, though. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I would not kill Hitler or, or change anything in history. Uh, I, as a general rule, I don't think, uh, as a moral principle, I don't think that you intervene with people as a method for preventing crime that hasn't happened yet. Like crime directive, pre-crime intervention, unless you know, like, unless you have a demonstration that they're plotting it, you have blueprints for, or, you know, you have a plan they're going to go bomb this parade or something. But if it's just, I think, I guess in this situation, you travel back in time and you know his future. But even then, I guess here's a question. <laughs> if we could travel back in time to 1935 Germany or something and, and be there, do we have a guarantee that all events actually play out the same in that? Is that a simulation or is that reality? And does our it's mere reality. presence actually have a butterfly effect there like can How you actually do you not watch star trek this <laughs> line of questioning it's so frustrating ah. no but that merely by your presence you would be altering the future yeah you have to like you by stepping around someone on the street you've caused them to be one second later in getting home which might have a consequence of but the prime directive would dictate that you do as little as humanly possible but it's to not possible to do future. zero you know? yeah but your moral obligation is only what you are able to yeah. do. Anyway, I've already broken the rule and said I wouldn't ban you know, go back and forth on this. But no, I, I would not be just because I don't believe in I don't believe in like pre-crime justice. I just don't think that that's a, a moral line that we want to cross. Right. Because how could you even know that the future that you were told was going to happen would actually happen? No. I hate myself for the way I've answered this question. Okay, <laughs> I get what ahead. you're saying. Cheesemaker says, hi, fags. The only thing the left really has on conservatives is January 6th. I get frustrated when I think about January 6th because I feel like it was all a trap. I don't understand how people that day fell into that trap. People couldn't figure out that the left wanted the whole thing to happen. Does it ever frustrate you that January 6th happened knowing that it's the only thing the left can really use against conservatives? Well, um, I suppose with hindsight, you would you it's frustrating to think they should have seen this for the trap that it was. Now, do I have to do the whole uh, the 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 qualifier? Yes, crimes were committed. Yes, those who committed crimes should be held accountable. But I grant your point that there are there were interests in play that wanted it to happen for political reasons and and sort of uh, even facilitated it potentially to achieve those political ends. The only counter I'll say though is if it wasn't January sixth, it would be it something would have been else. Something else to say that. I'm not disputing your your point here that January 6th is their main point against conservatives or at least just non-leftists at this point. However, these are the same people who tried to make the the so-called Ukraine quid pro quo 
and other nonsense into giant issues that aren't. These are the same people who perpetuated the Mueller investigation for years. So if it wasn't that, I think there would be something else. Um, That's the only issue that I, that I take with this. Um, I, and well, I'll I'll just, I'll leave it at that. I I could say more, but, but if it wasn't January 6th, it would be something else. Because I think it just laid bare for the general public, the different, different treatment that people on the right are receiving from people on the left. Like, like 10 people go in and, and cause a little bit of, of shitlord ruckus and like one person gets shot. The entire course of, and history of this country is, is hinging on this January 6th insurrection that everybody knows is nothing. Yet the left, like black people on the left, were allowed to burn down American cities with no consequence all fucking summer. I think that the average American is looking at this and going, hmm, okay. I hope, but I uh, <laughs> I know that there are people who buy into this in full, which is bad. It would be but. much more difficult for us to defend our position if January, if January 6th was like a legitimate insurrection. Like if they killed somebody, like they yeah. claimed a, a scalp in the yeah. Capitol. Yeah. You put Nancy Pelosi's head on a pike. I think yeah. that we would have to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that, even though we'd all be like, nice going. Um, Head spikes wolves. I'm fine with my answer. What about you? Yeah, well, uh, we got so many to answer. I'll have to leave it there. Do I have to say this? Uh, I'll say it if you don't want. Oh, just, yeah, just read Moist beaver. Pro-choice seems to be the most important issue to the left. Just blows my mind how much the pro-choice side wants to kill unborn babies. I think that they push abortion so much because they want to justify their belief that killing unborn babies is okay. I think guilt plays a lot into it. They're so guilty about abortions that they have to convince themselves that that's not wrong. That's my opinion. What do you both think this is such – why do you think oh, this is such an important issue to the left and pro-choice side? Um, I, I do think that it's based in guilt because somebody that doesn't feel guilty about something that they've done, they don't have to um, go on this life quest to change everybody's mind about it. They feel – moral surety that Hmm. they've made the right decision that's why this entire shout your abortion thing is it's um it's so stupid it's like nobody that felt little legitimately felt good about the decision that they had made having an abortion what a change people's minds about it because why does it matter what other Hmm. people think we got into this a little bit last week or the week before i don't have this fully ironed out in my mind and maybe i'm way off maybe it has nothing to do with this but i think I think it has something to do with the power that comes with defining what a life is, because Mm -hmm. that is the fundamental moral premise. Human life has value. That is the premise on which all the world's moral framework is built. If you have the power to define what human life is, you have the power of all the morality that follows that premise. That's true. And there's a, there's a a lot of power in that. Um, In fact, you can, you can, uh, you you control what is good and bad fundamentally mm-hmm. if you define what life is if you define things as not a life as we've seen not just in the abortion context but in all sorts of historical contexts of injustice when things are defined as not lives you have free moral reign over them you can do whatever yeah. you want and, and it's and, also uh, a slippery slope too for for the people on the left because if you start if people in society start thinking about what is life promoting and what is life affirming and what is anti life it's going to culminate in kind of this a uh, series of decision making that the left is really worried about right like right now they're talking about contraceptive like even even contraceptive that doesn't have abortive intent it's it's still anti life hmm. pornography i think is also anti life hmm. i could um, i could see the argument yeah and so you can tell they're concerned about these things because they're no longer going to be able to 
ethically validate their hedonism on a societal level. And that's mm. going to absolutely disrupt their lives in like a truly meaningful way. And then they'll have to reflect on, on who they are as people. And mm. that's a really difficult yeah, maybe, thing to do. Maybe that's, there's a simplicity in what you're saying. Uh, and maybe that's uh, more accurate than, than what I'm thinking about. It, it might just be as simple as they are fundamentally incapable of introspection or assigning any level of moral guilt to themselves on really well, anything. And I don't think that they're incapable of intros- introspection. I think that introspection is just such a painful, you know, like you've heard, you've heard what um, Abby Johnson has said about the two abortions that she's had. Like yeah. there clearly is, is pain in her heart and in her soul that she, but will she never successfully confronted that issue. I, I don't know that yes, a lot of people but can co- confronting that yeah. confronting the bad things that you've done. That is way harder right. than being like everyone else is wrong because of the way they see this. Yes. Yeah. I I see what you're saying. I think there's some truth to that. Jared Lamont Holtkins. You know, he actually is gay. Jared Holt is actually gay or Daryl? Yes. He, um, no, Gerald, Ger- Jared, Jared, <laughs> Jared Holt. He yeah. had some tweet where he's like, I'm taking off time for my wedding. I'm going to be a wife guy. Wife guy. What the f- or is he? I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't. I, don't I assume care. that means he's a homosexual, right? I don't know. I have a 5,000 word hit piece on Matt. It's all edited and ready to go in print. I have no plans to release it. However, if you do another Omegle video at 250,000 subs, then I will. Do we have a deal? That would be so awesome. Wait, I do the Omegle video to get the hit piece released? That's the deal? Yeah. I thought this was like a blackmail thing. No, I'm when doing it When you hit 250,000 subs. Well, that's but never going to happen. It's that's never going to happen, that's, yeah. Uh, maybe on Rumble someday or on <laughs> Shooter. It's not going to happen on YouTube. Uh, n- n- not saying never, but man, uh, is, first of all, is Omegle even a website anymore? Uh, this is the first time I've tried to fire that up since probably know. 2016, 2015. It looks like it's still running. Um, is that the same thing as um chat? Roulette. It's Roulette. basically the same format. Yeah. Uh, chat with random strangers. I remember doing that and it was like 90% dicks. That's the, that's part of the trouble. It's yeah. uh, I got it. Like sometimes they were funny, but man, I don't want to sit on Omegle for like two hours to get five minutes of content. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it can be fun, but it's, it's just, a, it's a, it, the, it's kind of a cheap content. I had my fun, you know, I'm not, um, 25, 26. I'm not a, a young man anymore. I'm, I'm getting old and it's just, it's, it's more sad if I'm on Omegle <laughs> as like a, a married father than it okay. is if I'm a, you know, a young man, a young single man wasting my time. You're up jungle bunny. Hey Matt, I know you started your YouTube channel playing call of duty and Omegle. Don't forget. And you've talked about uh, playing the lion King game with your dad back on the Sega Genesis days. What are some video games that you played in your preteen or teen years? I played a lot of Halo, Jack, uh, and Dexter, and Kingdom Hearts. Well, in my teen years, um, really when the the first Xbox came out, I got really into that. So the first Halo, um, played a lot of that. Back then, I used to play a lot of Madden also, like the football Is game. Is that the soccer game? No, f- uh, football. Oh. Football. Um, and then when Call of Duty 4 came out, that was... How old was I when I, I must have been that was 2007 when Call of Duty 4 came out because it was at the same time of, of Halo 3. So I was 20 years old. So not technically teen years. But once Call of Duty 4 came out, that's when I really shifted to the Call of Duty world for. God, man, I played almost all those games for like 10 years. Um, 
the and I've I, I've enjoyed a lot of single player games too. Another game in my teen years that I loved was Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Best Star Wars, best RPG game. Have you been um, watching Obi Wan Kenobi? I have not, but I your brother said it sucked, so it's trash. But he's yeah. bugging me to watch it, and I won't. So you should watch it. I don't want to watch. It. I don't have a Disney Plus subscription, and I, I don't want to pay fine. those pedophiles. I actually don't have one. I'm anyway, borrowing it from somebody else. Um, they, yeah. So, uh, well, and speaking of terrible TV shows, they they made a, a Halo TV show that just absolutely bastardized the. Good God! The does anybody have any original ideas? Of the franchise. Well, they 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 took. I mean, it, it, as I mentioned, they they just made they took the Halo universe and they took key characters, actually named keys, and made them black just because they're Why? black now. They're just they're black, even though the original Halo had a great black character who was a sergeant in the uh, UNSC, the military force in the game. They had good black characters. No, not enough. Just got to make other people black because reasons. Anyway, thank you, Jungle Bunny. Uh, Jenna, Jenny Taylor. Why did I why can I not say that? Okay, all this stuff has come out over the last couple of years about former Vice President Biden's son, Hunter. Nobody in the media seems to care. Could you imagine if one of President Trump's kids did even 10% of what Hunter Biden has done? It would be on the news 24-7. Do you think all of this Hunter Biden stuff matters? Um, it matters insofar as the um, the clear money laundering and ties to foreign nations and um, how people at high levels in government can be compromised based on their personal associations. Uh, I think it d- definitely does matter. But it's not going to be treated fairly in the media, so maybe it doesn't. <laughs> that's well, that's that's the thing that frustrates. It's frustrating about it. There are things that really matter a lot, and then there's other stuff that's more salacious that I think still matters in in that it's insightful. Like the prostitute videos and the drugs, I think it's insightful into the the first family, and I think yeah. it, it's not irrelevant. But the stuff but it that really scares the more important, the salacious stuff is yes. obscuring the the material. It's uh, always dismissed. It. Oh, what do you care? You got like a weird foot job from a whore or something like, like I guess I not about- really. But I do care that he appears to be uh, cashing in on his dad's name and selling his country out around the globe. I do care yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily care about the prostitutes, the prostitute stuff or the drugs, even though. Yeah, as I said, that is kind of an indicator of a rotten value system within the first family. But yeah, it, it's it's the. It's that it's that the stupid stuff seems to give cover or obscure the important stuff. And I'm not saying that the president's critic, it does it for the president's critics because everybody knows what what's going on with with Hunter Biden. It's just the people that want to protect Joe seem to shield him behind making the unimportant stuff the priority when it is at least the comparatively unimportant stuff, the priority. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi's titties. Look what I've done. I told you I had to include that in the show. On your Sunday show, you guys talked about the murder, how low the murder rate is in Japan. Why do you think the murder rate is so low? My guess is because they value life and also because there are no joggers in Japan. (laughs) Jesus. Well, uh, now that the actual data has come into question, I think that that's a really valid point. So I actually have no idea what the murder rate in Japan is. Um, Uh, Yeah. They aren't honestly reporting anything. If I were to take it at face value, I suppose I would I would attribute it to. We know that Japan is a is a pretty homogenous place, and I would say there's got to be something about their culture uh, that 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 creates this low murder rate. But that's if you take it at face value. And as the chatters were saying, and I don't know that I, I haven't vetted this claim myself, but at least according to people who 
say that they've looked at it, there's reason to believe that the data are uh, inaccurate, potentially fraudulent, that things that are murders are misclassified as suicides or, or something else. I think so. that what I mentioned on Sunday's show is accurate, though. I think a lot of it has to do with if it is that low or lower than the United States. It's an honor-based culture. I'm mm-hmm. sure they would view murder as a as a coward's way. Um, and we killed so many of the high T men. And there's no murderers left. They're still camped out on uh, some Pacific Island somewhere thinking well, the war is still going samurai on. Samurai culture. I mean, what's mm-hmm. left in Japan, it's all these like weird asexual dudes or dudes that are watching this weird porn and like getting these soapies from Japanese chicks. It's, it's fucking weird. Um, oh wow. God, on fire this. with the names. You want me to read this one? Matt's bleached butthole. Oh. What do you think about WNBA player Brittany Grinder, who is facing possibly 10 years in a Russian Grindr. prison? <laughs> they wrote uh, Grinder. It's Griner, but I like Grinder better. I like it too. She's yeah. asking for the president's help to get her back to the U.S. It's ironic because in the past she's kneeled for the national anthem and protest. Personally, I think we should just let her rot in a prison for 10 years. My instinct is to be like, fuck her. Hmm. Let her rot in a Russian prison. But for American morale, we probably should do something to get her out of there, right? As a matter of principle, I agree that any American citizen being mistreated abroad should get the full force of our uh, our diplomats and our you know our foreign our effort in those Even foreign her. countries. As a matter of principle, I will say yes. Can I carve out an exception though, where if you've trashed like I don't, <laughs> how would I how would I carve out the grinder? If you're exception? a black lesbian that has trash talked America her entire life and talked about how unfair it is, <laughs> yeah. it's only fair to be treated badly on the world stage in this did you, way. Did you see LeBron James came out and said something to the effect of, "Well, if I was Brittany Griner, I'm not sure that I would want to come back to America." Are you fucking kidding me, dude? if she said something like that i'm not sure i want to come back then no way i'm sure she's having an awesome time in a russian prison yeah i bet it's great um there are probably way fewer lesbians in russian prison she's probably having a terrible time no but but i will stand even though it pains me because what's my problem with these people look guys he can't even get it out they're totally unprincipled (laughs) however i can see the, the other side of the sword here Let's say that you talk about wanting to go on a a nice uh, foreign vacation. I would like to do that, too. If something were to happen to you where you are detained in a similar, uh, apparently unjustified way, I don't want the U.S. government sitting around here saying, well, I don't know. He had some edgy Internet opinions or he he didn't disavow this thing when it was discussed. What did she do? She had like weed or something. She had I think it was a, a weed vape cartridge. That was dumb. Yeah, it was a dumb move, but I, on principle, I will say we don't want to do this sort of ideological testing as a, as a precondition to have our government try to defend us from foreign abuse. So even though Griner apparently doesn't see the values in such principles, um, I think that we, we still have to maintain them. It pains me to say she deserves to rot, but I know. (laughs) All right. Sorry, I just heard my husband go, Emily, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you up next or am I? I think I, you read Grinder, right? So I'm up yeah, next. Joseph okay. says, we recently had a guy threaten a bunch of women at a local park with a crowbar. Uh, long story short, the guy had been in prison before and the cops failed to apprehend him, even though he had a warrant out for his arrest. This event started a discussion between me and a few friends. 
where we were worried that it would be easier to send violent criminals away to prison to a prison colony rather than try to rely on local law enforcement to keep us safe. I was wondering if you guys would agree or disagree with our idea. If a prison colony was set up, my vote would be a faraway island like Puerto Rico. I like the idea of a prison colony. However, based on principle, I I reject putting it in a foreign country because if Mexicans tried to do this to us, I would shit a brick. Well, Puerto Rico is our territory, right? We could do that. That's true, but nobody, it's like uh, nobody actually thinks that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Oh, they do. Like I said, when they do the tranny murder stats, Puerto Rico. It's only tranny murder stats. Very much People want to include Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We could. What about um somewhere deep in Alaska? We have a lot of uninhabitable parts. Of That's this true. Country. We do have vast swaths of wilderness. We don't have a shortage of that. Kona in yeah. um, Hawaii. Nobody wants to live there. I've been yeah. to that island. It sucks. I guess what I'm thinking is, do I have a? Is there any kind of a principle of opposition I would have to putting it in an isolated place, foreign or otherwise? I don't know. Not really. I mean, I guess if you're if you are sentenced to prison by due process, as long as the prison conditions aren't you know, unduly harsh, why would it matter if it's. Well, I don't know, I guess. if But the, the difficulty is the what prison? Are you a federal prisoner? Or are you a state prisoner? Do state prisoners ever get sent out of state if they're convicted only on state charges? I don't think so. So maybe you have complications there. Hmm. All right, we gotta, we gotta. Thanks for the question. Yeah, we gotta keep it moving. But, Kitchen uh, sink burned the shit out of my finger this week. Got me thinking of my own medical history. My sister and I joked that we grew up competing for the most number of ER visits because we were wild children. I had thirteen visits before I turned eighteen. What's the worst energy you sustained or an injury with a cool story to it? Um, let's remove car accidents from this. Um, <laughs> okay. Just because that's too easy. Okay, so one time this was in 2017. I got a little spider bite, like right here. Then I woke up uh, like two days late. I wasn't that worried about it. I woke up two days later and um, it was so infected that uh, you could see the infected blood pumping through my <sighs> veins. Ugh. It was like blue and black and it just all the way up through my armpit and everything Whoa. like that. Did you, do you know so what kind of gross. spider it was? It, no, I don't even think it was a, a, a venomous spider. I think mm. that I had um, gotten bacteria into the entry wound you didn't require any treatment or anything oh yeah i had to go on like some antibiotic i've never even heard of Hmm. well uh when i was a young man my dad built uh my brother and me a very cool tree house and uh i hope that maybe i'll be able to do that for my kids someday Uh, but i did fall out of the uh, we had like a trapeze swing uh, and it was kind of a tree house on a hill and the swing went over the hill and i fell off the trapeze swing Ah! and i i I got a hairline fracture in my wrist that's the only broken bone if that counts that i've ever had the only other uh that's your story that's i i'm not i've not had terrible injuries i did have a really bad ankle roll skateboarding when i was 20 i think it was a sophomore in college yeah and i'm talking like roll your ankle and in between your toes and halfway up your leg is purple. Like I had purple Ooh. on the bottom of my calf from rolling an ankle. Like that's how, and I did go to the doctor for that one. And they said, yeah, you really stretch the ligaments in there pretty bad. But unless you actually tear those ligaments, there's nothing you can really do about so you it. You had to, to the, stay off of it for a while. Yeah, it did eventually, but to the, it did eventually heal up to this day. That ankle pops weird. Um, and <laughs> it just is what it is. But those are the most significant injuries I've ever had. Nothing more than I I think maybe I've taken some hard snowboard and skateboard falls 
there might be a few light concussions in play, but not, I've never been like knocked out cold for an extended period of time or something like that. So nothing major. Uh, how do I? Okay. Jogger, Jigaboo, Moon Cricket, McNword. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With the power grid stra- strained across the country, what do you think um, you would do if the grid shut down for more than a week? Do you have the means to make it without power? If not, and all electronic security systems were down, would you embrace your inner <laughs> N-word? <laughs> And loot for what you needed to help you and your family. I must admit the local Amazon center would be a juicy target. Listen, if my family is dying, like my neighbor is a spot to loot. Like if if it gets that bad, I think you should should already be friends with your neighbor though. And you should be willing to work together. Of course. Yeah. But in a situation where like I have to rob somebody to Uh, save my family, like I'm definitely going to do it. Well, you know, and by me do it, I mean, send my husband to do it. I generally agree that you have to do that when you have to do things for your family, you have to do things for your family. However, I worry that I'll be the guy who uh, tries to ask nicely for the resources that I need and get shot anyway. That's probably my fate. Shoot you right in the dick. Um, This is well, there are moral implications because that guy has the same right. The guy who shoots you has the same right to protect his family and and work on behalf of his family that you do. do. And this is sort of the same. uh, This is the dilemma of like, is it, is it okay to steal a loaf of bread to feed your starving family? Um, In my opinion, it is not because you have mechanisms Let's say that you want to take that. You have to take that loaf of bread. You still have mechanisms to try to obtain consent. You could still leave a note that says, I'm sorry, I had to take this. I I'm indebted to you and I will repay the debt and we can talk about this. There are there are ways to get the consent of that person without the outright theft. And I even in a a true survival situation, I, I do think that you should steer yourself toward those moral obligations Unless someone's trying to shoot you in the face on the spot or something like yeah. that. And I think yeah. that I think it's useful too to have you build alliances that way. And when you have alliances, you can you can pull resources <laughs> too. So do you have a place to go? Uh, I can't reveal my plans. No, of course, nobody. I don't consider myself a quote unquote prepper. Um, We've but, got a place to go. But uh, even if you even if you do take that title it's like nobody's ever satisfied with their preps nobody ever thinks they finally are done there's lots of things i would like to have done that i don't have done oh i'm ready uh, oh you are ready you're the one prepper who's like all my preps are in place it's cool no seriously i'm i'm very well prepared all right well i guess i'll just drive down i-90 and uh find you that's what i'll do oh yeah of course you you can have (laughs) safe haven in my my prepper and i'll I'll show up and say please my family is starving and you'll say you get out and you'll put one right between my (laughs) eyes and that's yeah yeah. (laughs) uh ashwin says do you believe the role of government should be oriented towards uh more towards consequentialism or prevention i personally think if it's more towards the former which would be consequentialism uh people will start taking self-governance more seriously instead of looking to a savior Hmm. government mentality so i suppose consequentialism means that people are um they're made to deal with the consequences of their action or inaction. I'm looking at the definition to to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So a, a consequentialist philosophy, if this is what the the emailer is getting at, is is a philosophy that the morality of any particular action depends on its consequences. Uh, that the that it, it another way, as far as I understand, it, another way of saying the ends justify the means. 
unless I'm misunderstanding this, but an act is right or wrong, depending on the results that it produces, which of course is a philosophy that I uh, oppose 100%. Oppose, right. um, but let's see. I personally think it's more toward, people will start taking self-governance more seriously instead of looking for a savior. If we adopted a consequentialist philosophy, I don't know about that. I might have to just, I might have to punt a little bit on this question. Cause I'm not sure I understand consequentialism consequentialism or prevention what is the alternative if you could um, are those even opposing um opposing viewpoints tell you what uh cherian if you can um can you send us this question again but define those terms just so we completely understand next week and we'll uh we'll get to that sorry about that uh dangerous spaces says good day guys i want to follow up on matt's latest video i don't know if it's and this is what uh, avo brady was getting at earlier because this was written before i retracted it i don't know if this is a byproduct of having studied journalism but something not only stood out to me but damn near screamed in my face when the story broke of a 10 year old seeking an abortion everybody started talking about abortion rights but the first question that popped into my head was if a 10 year old girl was 10 year old girl was impregnated who the fuck did that to her Obviously, yeah. Megan Fox, the reporter, not the actress, uh, went out to check on those claims and try to determine their validity. But that is a pretty uh, piss poor level response if it seems like only one person thought to ask the very obvious question, at least first. Putting aside the, uh, putting aside the idea of whether the story is actually true, what are your thoughts on the fact uh, that the question who abused a 10-year-old girl seemed to go almost completely unasked? Obviously, you covered this in a little bit in your video today, Matt, but... Um, was there anything else you'd like to add? And what do you think about it, Blonde? Well, I think that uh, you're exactly right in what you're exposing. And uh, I'll, I'll just say little about this because I've talked about it already. Today. Well, what you're exposing is this true or not. Uh, nobody seemed to give two fucks about this girl. Actually, they they yeah. they are concerned with her to the extent that she serves a political purpose. And if she's useful to that political purpose, she will be exploited. Uh, and that's. That is the nature of her uh, anonymous fame at this point. It's not concern for her welfare. I'm not even, as we've talked about before, is it conclusive that abort that giving this girl an abortion is beneficial for her welfare? That that's a debatable point itself. Um, but that that's that's not why this case was made famous. It was made famous because it's a political tool against a pro life perspective, or so they think. But yeah, I don't even think yeah. it's that good of a tool against a pro life perspective. It is really troubling that people weren't asking the appropriate questions about this. Yeah. So uh, if that's all that comes out of this is maybe people think a little bit more about uh, what the implications of this are instead of just uh, how is this useful to my to my political priors? That will be a benefit. Yeah. Um, Ineptius says how to get rid of listlessness to choose something that actually matters as a Christian can it all be boiled down to once and Christ? Why not do as he said and leave family to follow him? Leave family to follow him. I don't hmm. think that Christ would ever advocate that in a meaningful way. Is that a, a biblical, does that have a biblical basis? I wouldn't know. But. I don't know. Every time somebody asks me something about the Bible, I end up being like, I'm the shittiest Catholic. Hmm. Um, That is not what Christ wants to do, wants us to do. There he has a, uh, there are, there's a lot of scripture on, on taking care of your family and valuing family life. Mm. So I, I can't imagine, uh, and uh, to choose something that actually matters. Well, see, that's uh, to me, that is the point of family is if you, if you lack purpose, boy, howdy, will a family give you one? 
So I suggest oh, yeah. starting a family. And I don't uh I don't say that to me like, oh, if you're bored, do this. No, no, it now that I'm in it, it's like all the other things I thought were purposeful uh are waste of time in comp- yeah. literally everything is for this purpose. So um I wouldn't advise anybody to miss out on it. I don't know what Jesus Christ has to say on the matter, but I'm working on that. And uh perhaps I'll have more to say later. People are saying that he advocated for that in the gospels. Wait, okay. are you guys are you guys actually telling me that Jesus Christ said to leave your family, to abandon your family to follow him? I don't know. I will ask uh, my Bible study leader about this when it comes up. I will get some... I need more context surrounding this. This yeah. sounds uh not true. A fan says, when you first started dating your spouses, how much did you text them? I personally hate texting a lot in general, but especially when I've just met someone. I prefer talking and learning about each other more in person. I feel like that's the point uh, where you can text excessively at the beginning stages, but I'm not sure what the balance is. What do you think a good balance is? Hmm. I don't know. I like to text. I think text is a good way to deal with an early relationship, especially when you're dating multiple people. It's a non-committal way to get to know to somebody and like to get down to brass tacks enough to see if you can um, move forward with this person. I agree that it's not a substitute for a real date. It shouldn't be. I think your instinct is right that it it shouldn't be. Let's not go out on a date instead. Sit on a couch separately and text each other all night or something like that. Right. However, the thing I will say about texting and the reason I think it's valuable, certainly in a I think it's valuable on a daily basis with someone you're interested in, you're dating, all of that. Um, It allows for a certain level of humor to come out that sometimes doesn't even come out organically in person. Yeah. Yeah. Great memes shared through text, great uh, jokes that can develop through text. So I think it's a, it's an added beneficial layer, but you're right. It's not a substitute. So you don't want to build a relationship by text. And I've been in that situation too, where your relationship almost exists exclusively by text. You That's don't want fine to... in the beginning. It's, it's also a good way to not get into this physical entrapment with somebody hmm. because sometimes you're so attracted to somebody that you can't even tell that they're a piece of shit. Hmm. And texting for a while is a way to like keep that physical distance yeah. so you don't get confused by the sexual nature of any relationship. Yeah. Text I, the, more. The, What's man, the problem with it? I, I, the one thing too, I remember uh, as a younger man trying to, you know, find my place in this dating game, the, the stress of like a text conversation gone cold. Oh, just yeah. brutal. You know, it's never the one where you like, you meet somebody and you send her a text and she just doesn't reply. And you're like, okay, I guess she wasn't interested. That's fine. It's the kind where you have an established texting relationship and then they ghost you. You bitches and you're ghosting, man. I'll never forgive you. I don't know what the hell's wrong with. Why can't you guys just say I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm moving on. Cause that's hard. No, it's not. Text that. And I'll be like, all right, I'll fuck off now. (laughs) Maybe some guys won't, but (laughs) I don't know. I can't even remember what dating is like. The ghosting, the, uh, you know, we've all had, I, 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 <laughs> I shouldn't dramatize this more than it deserves, but I'm telling you the pain of a texting conversation gone cold when you thought that you had something that you were invested in. That's, that's a distinct sting. I felt a lot of stings in my life as have a lot of people. I'm not saying I'm special in that way, but that's a, that's a memorable sting to me. That text really? conversation gone cold. 
You know, there are a lot of guys before I started my YouTube channel that probably have seen me on my YouTube channel and they're like, I went on two dates with that girl. Hmm. And now nobody Seattle, will believe them. And she never texted me. I have ghosted so many people through God, text. Damn, you're the worst. It was just, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game, especially yeah. in a liberal city. So like I probably went on a, on a hundred first dates. A hundred first dates. Oh my God. I was in a totally liberal environment. Dude, I was I've had a like conservative spouse. I've had probably 10 first dates in my entire life. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. You know, but like you can, you can tell almost immediately when it's not going to work out with somebody. Yeah. And the way that I could even get to that first date stage was through a lot of texting. Oh. The first date was the end. <laughs> Of a lot of um, a lot of texting conversations. What's she saying? I, I got. I figure that might have been text. <laughs> she said, "You're married. Get over it, faggot." Oh, that's how I, <laughs> that's that's how I know I got the right one. I guess. I mean, ugh, just the first date thing. It was just the worst. I just yeah. hated doing it. Yeah. I I, I I could talk more about this because first dates gone wrong are a fascinating topic to me. By the interest of time, we got to keep it going. Maybe another time. Ugh. I just, how much would somebody have to pay you to get back into that world? No, oh, yeah. God willing, I will never go back. If my spouse dies, yeah, like, I, will, I will not do it. I hmm. won't do it. Like, I will never go back to it. It was so terrible. Chris to the J, would you two be in favor of return to state regiment military organization, like from 1776 up to the start of World War One? Still have a national military, but recruits hmm. are called up from state regiments, such as Texas, Arizona Rangers. Um, not the MLB team, their state military. Also, Matt, I applaud you for the video today. Even if the suspect did, in fact, do of what he was accused of, wouldn't put it past the deep state to conjure up this conviction. Looking forward to the follow-up. Um, I like this idea. National military recruits are called up from state regiments, like the Texas Rangers. I actually didn't know the history on this, so maybe I'll look into it. But anything that um, puts us back on a trajectory that is more state oriented, more state first, more state power, as in like United States states, not government, but uh, return to a proper distribution of power between the state governments and the federal government. I am all for. So I don't know much about the specifics here, but I like that idea and concept. Yeah, I like it too. Leslie says, hi guys. NPR mentioned a violent, uh, violent alternative or alternate reality game on 4chan in which three recent mass shooters were involved, including Uvalde and Highland Park. They said that these shooters weren't even politically motivated. Have you heard of this game? Uh, is this where the Uvalde kid got his expensive gear? This is the first I've ever heard of, heard of this. I've never heard of this. Before. So I wouldn't be able to uh, opine, but if you have source information on it, please do send it my way. Cause that's news to me. And I'd like to learn about it. Hmm. Dennis, are you going to revisit your video from today? I live in Ohio. The story sounded fishy. You went mm -hmm. with the best information you had at the time. You do great work. Keep it up. Your message on the video and the speed and nature of your correction are why I like your work. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks. I, I appreciate the, uh, and, and thanks to Chris to the J earlier for the kind words about it too. Um, wait, you delete, I forgot what the meat of the question was. No, it's gone. Can you, it wasn't that? a question. It was just a comment. Oh, it was just a thank you. Well, um, yep. yeah, I will, uh, I don't know if my next video will be a direct follow-up to this. It's possible, depending on what information comes out here. Uh, if not, I certainly expect to talk about it on Sunday. And uh, I, I'm not done with this story. Now, there are some of it just is still it's so crazy, too fishy. Especially, oh, we got the guy right when we Monday. There's no investigation, at least that the AG knows of. Tuesday, we got not only did we get the guy, but he confessed. 
did that was that guy uh, persuaded by national news interest and, and that he suddenly was compelled to go confess that's how did this confession come to be yeah in, in a it's it, right when it was suspicious. needed but if it was um if this was some kind of government plant or whatever they never would have allowed this illegal uh, immigrant narrative that, that does seem unlikely though so of it's course, got to be authentic my wife and I were talking about this earlier and she said, well, what if, you know, they just know a whole family of illegals and they have a bunch of like, they, they need a guy to throw under the bus. And so they said, you're going to have to give us a guy to throw under the bus here. And if you don't, we'll deport your whole family. And like Maybe. one guy had to just take the fall for it. She's always gone like a little bit deeper than I have. She, she wears a, a much more proud tinfoil hat than I do, which she, I, I know she was similarly disappointed in me that I didn't know what the Georgia Guidestones were. So like, between oh, that and my inability you. to handle text ghosting, I'm sure she's reconsidering <laughs> her choice in uh, husband and father of her children. Yeah, she's texting somebody else right now. <laughs> no weird name. Blonde and Matt, what do you eat in a day? Blonde, does Emmeline eat your food or is she on a special diet? Uh, she eats my food. Like I basically get food and then I give her a quarter of whatever I eat. Hmm. Um, I eat a lot of meat. Like hmm. I'm, I'm not on a lion diet cause I also love fruits and vegetables. I try to limit carbs, but I do eat a lot of sourdough bread. Um, you and my and wife too. She, oh yeah. She loves the sourdough. Yep. So, um, and I love, I eat a lot of fermented foods. Are you into kombucha? And, Does that count? Yeah, as, that's fermented. Right? Yeah. It's fermented. And then I eat a lot of, um, kimchi and things like that oh yeah so. you, you guys are both into the same stuff that all that stuff is so gross same oh with gosh, sauerkraut no. disgusting oh my god that's that's crazy <laughs> like rice meat and something fermented and it's, it's probably perfect. good for you uh, it's i'm good for you yeah. i'm the sort of person where I, I i think i well there's a few things that i eat like consistently and too much of. first of all i make the, almost the same breakfast almost every morning wait let me guess okay yeah uh, egg, bag it, uh, bacon and eggs. But you know I love turkey Toast? bacon. You know I'm what is wrong? You know, Are you freak. serious? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. Is it bacon and eggs and toast? What kind of eggs though? Scrambled. Correct. Ah. Um. And if I'm feeling like, if, sometimes I'll put some potato. There's always cheese in the scrambled eggs. Sometimes potato though. Okay. Um. And then usually I'll make like a, she usually has the sourdough bread, so I'll make like a piece of sourdough toast. That's that's like. Almost an every morning thing for me. Um, the one food that I eat way too much of that I shouldn't. Uh, Pizza. Chip, well, there's I do eat too much of that too. But chips and salsa slash guacamole forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shouldn't eat as much of that, but I eat that regularly and and should cut back on that because it's just too carb heavy. How do you um, cook your steaks? I actually rarely eat steak, but when I do, I, I'm not. It's like a, just a medium, you know, I'm not. I'm not, I don't like it bloody. I don't like it overdone. So, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? I lost my train. Of, oh, my diet. Like I try to eat responsibly cause I don't want to, you know, I, I'm at the point in my life where if I, if I don't try to eat at least a little responsibly, you, you do uh, pack on the weight. So I'll just, it's like, you know, one day is salad, like for dinner tonight after the show, I'll have a nice, uh, like spinach and chicken salad, especially before bed. You know, try to eat responsibly. And then tomorrow I'll be like, all right, I was responsible yesterday. Pizza Time day. to cook up a Costco pizza and eat the whole thing because I earned yeah. this. That's kind of how I do it. I do. 
my philosophy is like if I eat okay more days than not, which means four days out of the week, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. How much do you work out? <laughs> um, in general, I'll break a sweat every single day, but hard workouts are usually four times a week. And the other days are just maybe like a, a you know, an, an actual jog around the neighborhood, not looking at construction sites, that kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, but All but right. I, I like that's just beyond just kind of a, a fitness thing. Um, yeah. I just think breaking a sweat every day from just an endorphin perspective, like a positive mood. If I sit that's around important. and do nothing for multiple days in a row, if I don't break a sweat for several days in a row, get this like weird sloth feeling and it makes me grumpy. It makes me irritable, you know? So yeah, yeah. Just we weren't we I don't sit in this chair for eight hours a day. I break up my work into a couple hour chunks because I just don't think people were designed to sit in chairs. They were And then you do like group classes and you lift weights too. the group classes have fallen off at the gym that I go to. So now I'm forced to design my own workouts more. There are some group classes that I go to. But now I have to design my own workouts and the classes I used to go to were all like on the clock. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. you're going to do this move for this amount of time and then you can do some cardio and everything's timed. And I kind of got away from the timer once those classes were canceled. Now I'm putting myself back on the timer. That's what makes it hard, man. When you give yourself firm time commitments, my break is 10 seconds. My break is not however long I want it to be while I text yeah. people. My break is 10. That's when the workouts get hard. And I'm hard. trying to commit myself yeah. to that again. Cause it's, it's better and it's a better use of time. You know, you can go in and get a really hard workout in a half hour and it's much better than standing around texting people in between, you know, one rep and then dropping the weight and walking around for five minutes. Get a personal trainer. Yeah. It's like maybe the best thing I've ever done. Uh, it, it Having someone there to tell you to work harder is of high benefit. I agree. It, it really is. Yeah. yeah. People are like, oh, you can just do that on your own. It's like I could, but yeah. I wouldn't have somebody there telling me to stop being lazy. Yep. That's why I do group fitness. Also. Yeah, that is the benefit. I I, I never intended to do it uh, years ago until a friend of mine pulled me into it. And I was like, oh, this looks stupid. And it now was the Matt hardest goddamn Zuma thing I ever day. tried. So I thought, oh, I need to do that more. And and that was <laughs> this was back in my pudgy days. You know, we talk yeah. about how we've both lost weight. But I was back in those days. Not anymore. I'm at like historic high levels of weight. Back in those days, I, I, I at my biggest, I got up to about 230. That's um, pretty fat. That's what my husband weighs, and he's and really he's, tall. How tall is he? He's six four. And I, I'm just, I'm six foot and a half. I don't care what that stupid medical clinic says about that five eleven and three quarter bullshit. I've measured myself since. I'm six foot and a half inch, and um, <laughs> right now I'm, I'm right now I'm like two o five. Um, and I'd good. like, I'd like to be down at like one ninety five or so, ideally. But I'm always ten also, pounds above. My... I also like to eat pizza, you know. Yeah. Um, I hear you. But yeah, t- like two thirty is way too heavy. And that when I before I w- got into that stuff, that's what I was at. Yeah, that's what's going on with me. I am at a historic non-pregnant weight hmm. maximum, but I have never worked out as hard or as much as I am right now. Yeah, when it's uh, I mean, I'm sure some of that is swapping muscle uh, or building muscle. It better be. But... I look better, and my waist is smaller. Than it's like ever been. So hmm. it must be that I'm. Well, you should ask your trainer. If you're working with a trainer, see what your trainer says. Yeah. He's like, just stop weighing yourself and just eat well and yeah. don't worry about it. Um, uh, okay. Are we done? Uh, midnight oh, no, gestures. One yeah. One more. Uh, with males dominating female sports now with the trans people, do you think this problem could be solved by calling it female sports 
i.e. instead of women's hockey, call it female hockey to keep the sport uh, sport merit-based by sex, not made-up gender. <laughs> I mean, does that change anything for you? Uh, so we're, we're just going to change the name of the sports? That's the idea here? From women's to female? I don't even get this question. Is, and I guess what my question is, do we, does that mean we refer to it just kind of conversationally or does the the title of the sport say like does the WNBA become the FNBA? Um, my, I guess I see the point that you're making that female means something biologically, but also so did women. I, I think yeah. that the term female would just be co-opted in the same way that I think the people who believe in this nonsense would say, no, trans women are female. And the term would would be stolen in, in exactly the same way. Okay. Yeah, I I don't even understand this question. It's just about uh, use of correct words, I suppose. But that's the problem is they they redefine words all the time, and I'm sure they'll do that with female. In fact, they probably already have. Okay. Uh, appreciate the email questions. Thank you guys again. Contact page of the website if you'd like to submit one. slash contact Let's catch up with chat. We'll call it a night. Daniel Yeager says, wishing Katie Hill a successful OnlyFans career. Is she really doing it? No way. Is that happening? Would you Google it? You know who else um, apparently has OnlyFans is Rachel Dolezal. I was oh, informed of this. That just makes me sad. Yeah. Well, now I have to look this up. Uh, okay. Gen- Katie Hill OnlyFans? Google Rachel Dolezal. I, I see references to her old, to her leaked nudes back in 2019. But I don't know if she, Katie Hill has a, an OnlyFans. Am I missing it? Oh, Rachel Dolezal. Oh, she has a, she just had a baby too. Rachel Dolezal? No. Uh, although Rachel Dolezal does have pretty kids, uh, does have uh, kids. Why did I say pretty kids? What the hell part of, part of my brain produced that? I don't know. I'm sure they are pretty kids. I don't mean to insult Rachel Dolezal. Um, Dolezal has kids, but Katie Hill, I think uh, by the looks of this, has a newborn kid as well. So Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans is only her feet. Oh. Man, well, how pale is it? a tough they? way. <laughs> that actually makes me really sad. I don't know. I don't care what anyone says. I like Rachel Dolezal. Oh, God. Katie Hill's pinned tweet. Hard to believe that girls being born today will have fewer rights than those born 50 years ago. What about those girls not born today because you killed them? Do they have fewer rights than those born 50 Good years Lord. ago? You sicko. These people are insane. I'll never understand. It's like the, the, these ads. There was a woman, the woman running for Congress in my d- uh, district in Montana is uh, she was running political ads as a mom and a grandma. I'm appalled. Why? What do you Why? mean? Why are you appalled you be- that your granddaughters are alive and they weren't killed? Are, are you appalling appalled that your, your granddaughters can't kill your great grandchildren? What's appalling? What? <laughs> Explain. I don't know. How, I, they, how I you feel can, bad for these people because they genuinely believe this, though. You, you, you positioned yourself with your children to bemoan the fact that they can't kill their kids. Yeah. What the? I, I don't understand. I understand if... Hey, I'm a I'm an old dried up wine hag running for Congress. That's why I love abortion. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. <laughs> when you're when you've got here's three generations. Like, yeah, you know why they're there? Because you didn't kill them. So what do you have to worry about? Um, anyway, I know I, I but these people have been brainwashed. Yeah, I guess men control the culture, or at least should. They're they're yeah. just gonna have to start valuing life and then women will follow suit we're gonna have to start valuing the backhand all right i don't want to do it but sean connery was right 
He okay. was right. Sean Connery was on point. And I, <laughs> you know, for every outspoken abortion proponent, uh, there is a man that's not hitting her. <laughs> Factually correct. It's true. And listen like to it. Sean. It's just it's listen, as you said, I can't do a good Sean Connery impression. I don't want to do it, but sometimes she leaves me no choice. They make you. <laughs> no, but they make you do it. <laughs> obviously, I'm joking. But um, are you, though? I mean, there, the, there are brothers and fathers and boyfriends that could just be just taking care of business here. Male male leadership is lacking in a whole bunch mm-hmm. of ways, one of which is the proper male male leadership role with women. We are um, yeah. we uh, there's been gen- the few generations of failure in that regard. So that yeah. point is what I'm trying to make. Um, it's not actually about backhanding. It's a metaphor for being a good leader. And not allowing this degeneracy to rot in the way that it has. I'm serious. I'm... Well, you, you speak for you. Some male leadership would have straightened me out uh, when I was younger. General Grievance says, James Alsop. Now, there's a name I haven't heard in a while. I wonder what he's been up to. Might be a good interview on the subject. Just saying. Um, I'm actually buddies with him, IRL. And he's out of the out of the field. He's just done. He doesn't want he's back done. in. Doesn't want back in. Hmm. Not a part of this anymore. Um, Ovid says, an outspoken body positivity activist that I went to high school with was just diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Parents, bulky your children. Put down those Doritos. She's 24. Ooh, that's right. Sorry to hear it. I mean, I... Are you though? I mean, well, if you're if you're body positive, I suppose uh, now you got to be diabetes positive. Um, that's that's the reality. I mean, I, I don't want to take joy in someone else's suffering, but the reality is whatever. That, it's like being an advocate for anal sex and then getting AIDS. It's like a natural <laughs> consequence of something that you do. No, no, that's that's a uh, we all know that uh, that's not true. You know, it's like wasn't wasn't Magic Johnson supposed to be the? How did Magic Johnson get AIDS? Has that ever been? I don't know. I mean, maybe heterosexual sex. Hmm. Maybe it does happen periodically, but it's way less rare. Do you know why it's way rarer? I, I don't. I could speculate, but. Because the anus is not for sex. And so when you stick a dick in it, it gets all bloody and stretched open. But the vagina. Many of those you know, people it, probably it have that. AIDS. So actually. You sound even like, having... my high, like my school health teacher. We had this lesson. You know, it's just not designed to take that sort of it's abuse. It's not. So uh, if you have sex with an HIV positive man, anal sex, you have a one in four chance of getting HIV. But just so, okay, this is health lesson for me. Uh, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't sex. need this as a 34 year old man, but, but that's the distinction. It's, it's not necessarily gay. It's just that it's, it's anal that makes for the transmission. Yes. So if you did hetero anal, it's just as likely. E- yes. Okay. Yes. If you have vaginal sex with an HIV positive man, yeah, you have you have a one in one thousand chance per sexual act act wow. of contracting HIV. Yeah. It's like nothing. Magic Johnson's wife didn't get HIV, and they banged like a million times before. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, it's not weird because he's not fucking her in the ass. Well, it's just I guess it's weird. How how? Wait, did he have it before her, or did he cheat on her? I don't know, but I oh. know he he had it when he was with her. Um, okay. Uh, Nagalangi Buck. Pitbulls are just more aggressive because of socioeconomic factors. <laughs> PG. Pits are tests better than Goldens in temperament. Look it up. I'll wait. There is no way that is true. Well, they don't test better than Goldens in 
not biting people. <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's a problem. Again, I'm not trying to take, I'm the stats are the stats. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to, I'm not saying your dog is bad if you have one or that you can't have one. It's just, I, I, I can't, from my perspective, I feel like I'm being asked to deny the statistical reality and I'm not willing to do that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Thank uh, you though. I will, I will look it up. The, uh, the dog, uh, how do they do this? Is it like a dog cycle? How do you measure dog temperament? I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, Furby Slayer. Rakita had an important point. There was a fed drone above Kenosha when Rittenhouse occurred. That's um, true. Anywhere they know of upcoming hot event, the feds are there. You can be sure that they want stuff to occur. Yeah, that's totally true. Did they do that um, with this uh, 10-year-old rapist? It's like, all right, pull pull them out of the uh, warehouse. We need a, an illegal to throw under the bus. Furby Slayer. I just read that. Zach Coggins came in late today. Apparently, they charged the guy that allegedly did the R thing to that 10-year-old. I wonder if they're throwing an innocent guy under the bus. We talked oh, about there it you go. Yeah. at length. Uh, dangerous spaces. I, I won't be surprised to see that. I won't be surprised. Yeah. Are you culturally appropriating our prison colony? Oh yeah, That's he true. is in the prison colony of Austria. Yeah. Rocky Mountain Monk. And everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my namesake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. I don't think that that's directional to abandon your family hmm. in order to embrace Christ. I'm no I, biblical scholar, but I'm not buying this. I look forward to learning about this. Uh, Please. I, maybe I'll tune in on Saturday. Well, you can participate. You can come in. It's not just a tune in. It's like uh, you can oh, just right. be passive, but it's a whole discussion if you want to discuss. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Yeager, Katie Hill file for bankruptcy. No way. Oh, is that why? So that's why she, the, that's why the only fans joke. Hmm. Okay. We're good. Uh, UTP is just one more. Uh, I look forward to the live streams and videos. or did you read that one? Did I miss that? Uh, I don't think so. UTP says, I look forward to your live streams and videos. Keep up the awesome work you both are doing. Well, thank you kindly. Appreciate that. I'm just going to give it a quick refresh and uh, we'll be out of here. Uh, went a little bit long tonight. Thanks for hanging out. Sorry. I, I should have, uh, Shut the hell up on a topic or two. Um, just okay. one more. Uh, Bane Koof over on Tippy Stream. Actually, there are several verses where God states that following him will cause divisions in many families. Not that he wants that outcome. Interesting. I'm going to have to get some uh, clarification from the people in the know who I trust. So I'm the wrong guy to ask. But anyway. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on that before we get out of here? Fun show. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. And uh, as I said, I really appreciate all the kind words from people talking about the uh, the video retraction, too. You know, it's just kind of a weird, disappointing day. But uh, I appreciate your encouragement and your kindness. And uh, I certainly will be following up on that story. And I anticipate we'll talk about it a little bit more on Sunday in addition to whatever else happens for the rest of the week. If you missed any part of the show, you can listen back to it and find everything else show related over on the website, mattchristensenmedia.com. Find everything you need there. And we will see you back here on Sunday. Thank you.